podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every Casinos of Las Vegas. Mama, I made it. Rude we up early, baby. The grind don't stop. Gilly the kid ain't gonna be the only one around here doing big shit. You are now locked into the Boxing Voice live from Las Vegas with Nesta Gibbs and Ringwalk Danny. This message was brought to you by SDS Promotions. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning and welcome to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, joined alongside Bo Mason. What's goody? That's it. It's just us, man. Danny out here sleepwalking, man. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck, man. He, 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 I don't know. He might, he might as well quit the gym if this was going to be happening. You know what I'm saying? Can't wake up. But, uh, and it's, it sucks because I, I, you know, I picked a tough ass subject. You feel me? Like, I definitely need somebody to play tennis with and go back and forth because, you know, um, we're, we're here to discuss the, um, shocking, Bo. Would you call it shocking? Would you call it clout chasing? Would you call it building the fight? Or is Clarissa Shields. Does she believe what she's saying? I mean, to be honest, every boxer says this before they get into the fight. As far as, oh, I'm gonna get the knockout, I'm going for the knockout. Majority of them say this, bro, but I believe her. I wanna believe her, so I'm gonna believe her. And yeah, I hope she can, I believe she will. And if she does what she says she gonna do, It'll elevate her star status to a much higher level. Now, why would all of a sudden her knockout streak start now? And I guess the only thing I can see is she's going to prove what she's been saying, that, you know, Savannah's been performing at the level this beast she's been performing because of the level of opposition. So when she gets in there with someone like Clarissa, it'll be night and day. I still don't know that that gets her the knockout. Um, 
I don't even know how many knockouts she got. I probably should have Googled that before the start of the show. But, yeah, I, I, I don't remember her for knocking women out. So, yeah, I don't know how that's going to happen. But I will give you guys a quick Google search here. Let's see exactly what is her KO ratio. Uh, and they have a common opponent. So it, it's strange. I'm pretty sure Savannah was the one to KO the common opponent. I think it may be Hannah something or has been or something like that. Let me see. Yeah, Ivana has been. And it looks like Clarissa... Oof. She's got a total of... I don't think that's the one. It's somebody else. She's got a total of two knockouts. She's 12 and 0. Perfect record. No knockouts. One coming upon they had was Femke Hermans. And that's who okay. Savannah just knocked out this year. Okay. And that was a two-star fight for Clarissa for some reason, even though there was three titles on the line. Mm. And I'm screen sharing right here on YouTube.com if you want to follow along. It was a one-star fight. For, for Savannah? Yup. Okay, at least they're... Uh, Consistent with the adjustment. <laughs> yeah. With the grading of the fight, I guess. Um, but... Nonetheless, she's got two knockouts. It sounds to me this is more build-up than reality talk. I, I, I'll just be real. But you do believe she does want to knock Savannah out. and she. Believes I believe she everybody wants to knock everybody out. Like, that's True better enough. for TV. True enough. Uh, Bo, they're saying to adjust the poll. Uh, Coyote, who's a mastermind. Shout out to Coyote. Uh, he's been a mastermind for some time. Uh, put Savannah by decision twice. Okay, no problems. It's early, baby. We up early, baby. We taking over. Listen, it's going down today, man. Um, pretty soon they go. They are gonna be calling me Mr. Vegas, man. You guys gonna see today. We have an amazing video shoot where we're gonna be doing uh, an entire kind of vlog video style. Um, showing you guys exactly what's going to be happening August 29th and, uh, you know, all the hoopla that we've been, you know, kind of teasing you with will be revealed in today's video that has to be shot and edited. So, again, just because it's today's video <laughs> doesn't mean you get it today. It's got to be shot and edited. But um, it's going to be fun, I'm hoping. Um, I even brought a change of clothes. You know what I'm saying? Well, I didn't bring it, but I'm going back to change on some, on some go back and change. You know? I wonder if Danny's gonna make it to that one. What he do you got, think? He got to make it to that one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, we but don't know. It's like unknown. Like I don't even know the over under on it. On which one? Danny, Clarissa? Danny making it oh, or not? Oh, oh, oh. Nah, I mean, I think I think he's a favorite to make it to that. It's the afternoon, you know. No one's really late to an afternoon meeting. What's the over on him on him making it and being in an actual good mood? 
That's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different story for sure. But uh, I, I, I hope, I hope, I hope, man, I hope. That's all I can say. I hope he is in a good mood. But I am excited for this fight, and that's why I chose to go this route with the topic. So I am going to need some listener engagement as women's boxing never is the most popular thing to discuss. But this is a, uh, would you call it monumental? I don't know. I think that's too big. Right? I mean, it's not as big as the Serrano Katie Taylor, or do you think it is? It's not as big as Serrano Katie Teller. It's like one notch up on I that. I think it is because mm. these two women have uh, a backstory. Yes, yes, exactly. They have built-in history. It's there. Um, I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> this one is bigger. Um, but. It's so funny you bring that one up. I was watching the Katie Teller, um, you know, announcement and the way that she reacted when she got the win. And uh, that was beautiful, man. She was like, you know, talking shit. If I'm if if what I saw was the Serrano fight um, post fight, then that was pretty dope, man. She was uh, very excited and animated but aggressive in her. I told you. I told you. They uh so me thinking about it again. Yeah. I think when I say Amanda Katie was a bigger event and fight or whatever, mm -hmm. I'm going off of after the fight actually happened, like seeing how the fight went down, what the fight was for, things like that. So mm -hmm. maybe Clarissa after seeing that fight as well, uh maybe the overall event will be bigger. In its entirety, the event, the build-up, all that, then Katie versus Serrano. If that makes any sense to you, uh, I guess the build-up is bigger for Savannah and Clarissa. Yes, but the overall event should be bigger as well if they put on a great, entertaining fight. Like, well, I, th I mean, which event, I, Rob? If you're listening, which I hope you always are, uh, which arena is bigger? Cause that's that kind of settles. They were it. in Madison Square Garden, weren't they? Uh huh. And 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 and, and, and Clarissa and Marshall going to the Juke, baby. To which arena? The, um, uh, that's what I'm saying. Whatever, pretty O2. much. O two. All right, well there you go. O two. How many did that hold? That's a lot. That's a lot, man. Uh, twenty thousand. Oh, okay. So that's like Madison Square. Yeah. It's just gonna be Man, they should have did it in Wembley. Wembley, Wembley got ninety thousand. It's just gonna be louder though. You know that. Yeah. If it's if it's in the UK, twenty K in the UK, twenty thousand fans, they're gonna be cheering. They're gonna sell out for sure. Like crazy for Marshall. You know? I wish I wish my girl Carissa the best on that. Enemy territory, man. Yeah, why she got to go over there? That's where the money at. Boxer. Boxer putting up the money. It's all about the money. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited, though, because it sounds like Clarissa 
uh, once Clarissa and Savannah are out there and everything is rocking and rolling, Shadeja Green's going to roll up. I hope they really could pull that off because um, that's kind of good, a good look on, you know, from a media standpoint, you know, getting the name out there. I'm saying, what you what you saying? What do you mean she going to roll up? What you mean what I mean? I mean, is you saying what you what I think you're saying, or you is you saying something different? I think you're saying Shadeja gonna go to the UK. Yeah, that's what that's what we was told. Danny's trying to freaking go with him and shit. Mm. Yeah. You think they would actually like give her a shot to be on any type of TV? Uh, she was invited by the network. Seriously? Yes. I want to see how that all plays out. Me too, me too, me too. People got to, you know, that's why I think it's important that they take advantage of this moment, kind of uh, make a, a as much fuss about it as possible from a, a media standpoint, you know, get an, as much attention as they can um, on this so that more people start to, you know, be like, okay, this is there's another girl out here that we want to see fight, that we want to see get a shot, you know? So, because that's what's wrong. That's the only reason that she hasn't gotten an opportunity. Obviously, fight fans don't know her, so they can't demand for a fight that they don't know about. You know what I mean? She's not gotten the, you know, Diego Pacheco and uh, what's my man Raymond Ford treatment where every single fight has been televised. You know, you had to go to dark showrooms and stuff like that. And look, a, a bit of that might be her own doing, you know. I'm not going to paint a sob story because then it, it doesn't add up. It's like, how could a person be that good and not sign to the right person? Boo-boo Andrade, right? But um, then he got with Eddie and still didn't get opportunities. But similar situation, man. She uh, she was with Porter. I don't know what, what happened, why she's not with Ken anymore. Uh, I knew her before she was with Ken. You know, I thought her getting with Ken would be right for her. Uh, I'm assuming it was the whole Jersey Vegas thing. Not everybody's ready to relocate, um, especially when the big bucks, they're not right in your face. She went and she got to relocate. Or oh, is there a lot of female work out here in their weight class? Out they, here? I mean, you can hypothetically, it's I, easy to I, just say yeah. I don't know, Okay, but she but don't I, need female work. That's why I'm, I'm, That's why I'm excited for you guys to see her, man. She don't. That's not but what she, she can't do. She spar dudes every day, though. That's she? what she do. That's what she do. It's rare, man. It's rare the girls that spar her, bro. I'm telling you, man. I'm saying so. When she's sparring, it's like dudes like more novice level, or is it just pros? Just pros, man. Pros, everything, man. She spars, like I said, she spars Dervianchenko. She spars them all, man. She spars Hakeem Nurse. 
Uh, I'm saying, I'm saying, though, no, like for a camp, or she just like ran, oh, yeah, Devinchenko, I think I could go four rounds with you. Yada, she yada, always yada, in the it. gym. She always in the gym. So sparring day, she in there like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to tell you that, that she's a man. Right, like right. for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure, yeah, yeah. I've seen her get hit. And, you know, they might be like, oh, you know, tell the dude to fall back to, 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 to remember she's a girl. But she's a big, strong girl. But I told you, man. Like, like in a real, real fight, I would have went down because I'm not allowed to turn my back and run, bro. But I, I, I dipped off. I wasn't trying to take a knockdown, but I couldn't breathe. Her double left hook ain't nothing to play with. I just wanna, I wanna see that shit on a high level, and, and, and soon enough, because she's got common opponents with these girls, man. She's been on that level. It's just not been on TV, and that's it. That's all. But she's going to be making a trip out there. And uh, she's working with Serafina. I don't know what capacity. I don't know if it's like an official contract or anything like that. Um, but obviously, Serafina let us know. And then I spoke to her manager yesterday. And he let me know that, you know, they've been in talks with her. So we'll see. Hopefully, they get something shaken, man, because Tom waits for no woman. That's the problem, you know. Clarissa is young and totally accomplished. You know, she's 27 years old, multiple division champ, multiple time unified champ, and undisputed champ. Marshall is 31 years old. She's a one-time champ that Clarissa vacated a belt so that this fight could be as big as it is. So, You know what I like about Clarissa? Talking to the mic. You know what I like about Clarissa and most likely Savannah as well. Was that? That even though, well, with Clarissa specifically, even though she already a champion, she accomplished a lot, got the gold medals there, like she's still hungry. She still want more. Just like, uh, what's his name? Lomachenko, like he's still hungry. He still want more. Like they still trying to prove themselves, even though they already well beyond proven. You know what I'm saying? I definitely... Know what you mean. I like. I really admire that. And Devin got the same thing. He got all the belts, but he still want more. Like, they still want more out the game. So they going to train and stay focused and not be out here BSing with the small amount of success that they may have or whatever scale it's on. Yeah, man, that's the that's that's what separates the special fighters from the ordinary fighters, man. The, the right. elite, The elite from the contenders, man. Um, it, 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 it takes a special individual to become a champion, let alone multiple times champion, you know, uh, you, and you learn to respect, you know, you learn to respect. I never thought Pedraza would do it or Paulie would be able to do it. Malinaji, you know what I mean? We talking about two time champ, you know, that's not easy. It's not easy because a lot of people's favorite fighters, they've never done that. You know, hashtag two-time, you know. They've never done that. So sound like you're going with Joshua. He did it. That's what I'm saying. It sound like you're going with him in the Usyk fight. No, that would be hashtag three-time if I was picking him. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that would be three-time. You, you think he going to win? Um, In theory, yeah, man. But look, I – this is the game plan that I wanted him to use in the first fight. He using it now. You know, um, it might be too late for that. 
And wow. and and we might get proven that we were wrong. That you know that us, uh, you know, at home coaches don't know what the fuck we talking about because again, you saying he might just outbox him. He might get outboxed again. I'm saying okay, so you don't think there's no way he can outbox him? He got to bring that pressure and be the big man to win. I am not saying that, but I am saying that I would prefer to see him go with the game plan of being the bigger man and knocking out Usyk, walking him down. Just, you know, aggressive. If you got to be Madonna at 6'7 with, with his weight, well, then be Madonna. But you have to be the bully. Now, I could be wrong. This is the same game plan I wanted him to use in the first fight, and he didn't use it, so I think that I'm right. He could try it this time, and Usyk just too nice. Outbox the shit out of his big ass. I don't know. I'm just assuming that he used the wrong game plan, and in that first fight, the game plan I wanted was walk him down. Like, what? what's so hard about that? <laughs> That thing or man you trying to walk down punching you in the face. That's what's hard about it. Because you letting them. Because you ain't giving them nothing to be worried about. Because you sitting here trying to be a 6'9 pity patter on the back foot with your big ass go-go boots. Take them shits off. Get you some Nikes and walk forward, man. Maybe Usyk, even though he not, as, he not bigger, he tougher. You know what I'm saying? Toughness means. That man ain't tougher running around the ring. He's smarter. I give him that. Man, he I the re- boxer. I say maybe two weeks ago, I rewatched the Chisora versus Usyk fight. Horrible fight. Bruh, you got to rewatch it. I don't want to rewatch it. Nah. I seen Chisora applying massive amounts of pressure Correct. to the undisputed champ. I seen Chisora landing motherfucking, not even amateur, novice right hands. Right. The right hands he was sending, it was coming from his ankle. And the whole time he was doing that, Usyk was touching him up. Yeah, and he getting hit. hit. He hit. And getting hit. You got to get in there. He took. Bruh, he, he took was it. getting hit. He took he, it. He's getting hit by Chisora. That's why we thought but AJ Uzi. would body him. But AJ, again, AJ, look, I think I seen a post yesterday of AJ looking in the mirror, man. I'm telling AJ's his own worst enemy, man. He out here listening to us. Usyk and, hit and he that went man. in there trying to outbox the boxer. Usyk hit that man everywhere but the bottom of his feet. And that's cool. But let me ask you a question. From the beginning to the end of the fight. Before, combination punching. Before accuracy. you and I started watching boxing, wasn't there a phrase, you box the puncher, right? Mm-hmm. What, how, how's that phrase go? I'm about to fuck it know, all up. I never heard it. I'm Get out of here, man. No, don't do me like that. You know you heard that. Everybody in boxing heard that shit. Nah, bro. And what I, is it? What is it? You box the puncher and fight the boxer? Yes. I mean, yes. A, I can I understand that phrase, but I've never heard it before. I Get out of here. If I did, it he was trying so, to make me look bad, Joe. No, Everybody not, know bro. we heard I that just, shit, man. Put it type Y in the chat if you heard that before for yes. Type N in the chat if you haven't heard it. You is it still on members only? Oh shit, is it? Yeah, I sent it to the pre-pro. I'm sorry. I ain't want to say it on the air. I ain't even noticed that, bruv. I'm in a whole nother... I'm over here wondering what's up with Danny now. Because if he ruined the, 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 the later appointment. So if you heard the, the phrase, box the puncher and fight the boxer, 
type Y in the chat for yes or type N and don't in the type chat for don't no. type Y or N if I'm like saying it wrong. Like if I'm if I'm messing up one word, don't fucking condemn me for that. Correct me and say yes, I've heard of it. Like it's your little weird so ass is out of Look like I'm the at this rate. It look like I might be the only one that hadn't heard it. Really? Told you, bro. Yeah, everybody saying why. Yeah, man, I'm telling you that phrase. I thought I said it wrong, though. I think I still said I don't think it's Big, fight the boxer. Big Fish Vega said this. Hold on. You box the brawler and brawl the go. boxer. Nah, nah, nah. You don't brawl the boxer. Well, you do. Yeah. I get it, but but you. I don't know. I don't know if that's the phrase, though. But it exists, and it's been around this sport before you and I. They say I've been under a Bama rock. <laughs> That's crazy. We make yeah. up our own phrases in Bama, you know what I'm saying? So Like which it. one? Which one y'all made up? Uh Yo. All the bad speaking stuff of Bama. Of things that I can't say. What up? Did you see Wilder in Vegas? We uh, yeah. well we we had a show on that yesterday, but I mean yeah. more about with Nganu yesterday. What happened? Nothing Ngano just said what's up from what we get to see, you know. Oh, what? too wilder. He, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Must have been watching the show. We don't get we don't get the we don't get to see everything, but you know, he he uh he shook his hand or whatnot. I made the fight yesterday live on the show. Thank you, you did. Francis Ngano, for watching. Mr. Dewey Cooper, I love you, brother. Mm -hmm. Wilder, do your thing, champ. Know what I'm saying? Statued up. Uh Statued we're up. ready for it. Can we get it at Christmas? Thanksgiving, you mm. know what I'm saying? Give it to us after Alabama football game, bro. October, late October. We, and, and, we and ready. And Engano you want? We want Engano. Wilder Engano. That's what we want. He looked small, man. Uh, Can somebody send me that again? Because, you know, I got a DM to me like a million let's, times. Let's but. put it in the Marvel State. Nah, what was the stadium in Africa that uh, Mickey Bay and Tevin was going to fight at? Yeah, but. Put um, it there, and there's a rumbling jungle, too. But didn't the president passing slow those things, those po possibility of those type of things happening down? In Africa? Yeah. Bro, I don't know nothing about politics. Me know. neither. Rumble in the jungle too. Francis Ngannou versus Deontay, the Bronze Bomber Wilder, baby Tuscaloosa. <laughs> I hear you, man. I don't know. I don't know. That, it, I, guess, I guess in theory... That should be an okay fight for him to come back to because Nganu, you know, he just not on that level. Right? Uh you should watch him fight once. He a pretty tough dude. I mean like tough. A extreme extreme I seen him getting choked out like on multiple occasions or getting these leg locks, arm locks. He uses his hand to just pull the person's like lock off of him. Like you don't really see that in MMA. All right, but like he's is so he, strong to where you can't lock, you can't submit him. But is he? And he going through the pain as well. Like he literally end up getting locked up, but you can't submit him because he gonna get out of it off pure brute strength. So this your man's now. You picking him? In a boxing fight against Wilder. I, Wilder gotta knock him out. Gotta knock him out. So you not saying Wilder will knock him out? You saying he got him? So he you giving him Gano a chance? I ain't giving. No, I'm saying. He, not for a decision, obviously. Wilder got to knock him out for Wilder's career and legacy. Ain't no options. Uh. It's one. Knock him out. We don't want no decision. If it's the win decision, it's a failure. 
and not saying he's a failure in life. I'm just saying like the event in my eyes and opinion would be like a failure. Like he got to knock him out, knock out and gun. I believe he can do it. Speak of believe receiver, baby. Mm. Damn. Putting the pressure, man. That's a comeback fight, man. Beautiful. It, uh, the perfect. Now, comeback. I think I think Wilder knocks out a is, fucking MMA dude. It's either him versus Ngannou or him versus Lucas Brown. Lucas Brown is the big guy. You know what I'm saying? Who, Wilder? Yeah. Oh, my God. Lucas Brown, he the perfect opponent. He come Lucas out, just got to win, exactly. man. Exactly. Coming off a knockout win. You my know. man got to win out on these streets, bro. He a big guy. He look dangerous. He look scary. He reminiscent. <laughs> He reminiscent of like a Tyson Fury just with <laughs> tattoos, so it looks even like a tougher guy than Tyson Fury. You funny. You said he, he looks scary. Yeah, good for TV. You hilarious. He don't look scary. He looks scary, bro. He nah, I get you though. I ain't gonna front the tattoos. And tattoos on his eyelids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He be he be he, you right. He right. I could see then, you know he a beast. I too. could he see like somebody's grandmother not thinking he's sixty. What? He like 6'5", 260, ain't he? I mean, but he a little bit sloppy. I mean, that's sloppy ain't on TV with his shirt off, but if you around him in person, like, he gonna be big, bro. Mm. I don't know, man. But listen, again, if you can get that Ngannou fight, you might as well go do your thing. You might as well. Correction, he's 6'5", 261. And that's? Francis, uh, no, 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 Lucas Brown. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, can Lucas get in here? Has he fought in America that you remember? I've never seen him fight in America. Good question. Yeah, he may not be able to get up in this piece. Well, I got to go to Australia then. What the fuck, and man? Fight, and fight outside, bro. They got they got the they got a whole bunch of American heavyweights over here that Wilder's team rocks with. Like, why would they go? They got to put the money up to make a big event, bro. We don't want to see no Wilder versus Michael Sprott or nah. What was the dude name? Michael Sprott. He, what was the dude that he uh, actually fought Michael Sprott, didn't he? Yeah. What was the dude that Usyk fought? As his first fight at heavyweight, uh, Chaz Weatherspoon. Chaz, yeah, we don't want to see him versus Chaz Weatherspoon or no. Why not? Y'all let Usyk fight him. Let Wilder get a comeback. Y'all let Usyk get a tune-up because the name ain't big or the name ain't. That guy really don't have fans like that. We want to see him fight somebody that fans, uh, that has fans, and that the people can get behind to make a big fight. People can get behind Lucas Brown. They when they see him looking all freaky, they're gonna be. Saying, yeah, nah, get, get wild. And you're right, you're right. I think I think they could make that a decent looking event and uh, you know, wild the It's just like wrestling. It's just like wrestling. It's the same thing. When what you mean? Boxing with matchmaking is just like wrestling if you want to do it right. The uh. way Don King did it was the best way. He take a movie star and make him into a, a pro boxer and a competitor for uh Ali in Bruh, no time. I don't know if they Don King Rocky Balboa was a guy with the right story, the right look, the accent, everything. I don't they know. Found if, him in a book. I don't know if Don King is a dude we should be bringing up, man. Did you see the news? What he do this time? He ain't paid my boy, man. Which one? Daniel Dubois. Uh. Yeah, Dubois out here saying um, he ain't get paid, man. He like, what's going on? Uh, I ain't gonna front though. 
your man's put out a press release today talking about he paid this and he paid that and he couldn't pay this because Frank Warren didn't never send the, the wire of information and he still hasn't replied. I'm like, knock it off, man. You tell me you waiting to pay that man till Frank hit you? You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. Yo, Don don't give a and then he then he titled his press release. Um, oh my God, let me pull it up because I titled it. Who titled? Well, you know, you know, you know, you know. He the he he the owner, he the owner. So, oh, this shit wilding. He the owner. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing coming out of there, you know, without his okay. Especially when it's about him. I don't know the insides of what's going on, so you know, I don't know. Can't speak on it. Nah, I'm about to read it in one second. Pulling it up in the email here. And if you're joining us live, don't forget to hit that thumbs up button. Actually, it don't matter if it's live. In the future, the present, the past, hitting the thumbs up is always going to help with the visibility and the growth of the show. So do us a favor and hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and tell a friend to tell a friend to do the same thing as we're trying to get to a million subscribers. But we ain't going to be able to do that without you. So we need you to tell as many people as possible that we rock out daily, multiple times a day. Like today, Thursday, where we have another show at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Jesus, did I fucking delete this thing? Kano said he, uh, Don King pretty much said he didn't know where to send the money. Yep. I think I deleted I'm going to have to fucking search my whole emails. Bullshit. We got some few super chats as well all right all right let's see here we go <laughs> check this title out world's greatest promoter don king has never <laughs> all caps not paid a fighter and this is certainly not the case with daniel dubois so uh basically he came out and said that you know he paid like four hundred and something thousand to the IRS, which I would I would want a receipt. Don't you pay my taxes for me? <laughs> Fuck out of here! Trying to send me to jail? Give me that. I'll handle that. Shit! Look at him talking about we ain't have your banking information. That shit don't even sound right. I'm not even fronting, man. That shit don't sound right. But. Um, that's certainly the case for the WBA heavyweight champion, Daniel Dubois. After winning the title on Don King promoted show June 11th, 2022 in Miami, Dubois and his promoter and manager, Frank Warren, who has not allowed, excuse me, who was not allowed to enter the United States, need to get together and renew acquaintances. Now check out how he's coming for them. He like, Frank can't even get in the country. <laughs> like he trying to throw him under the bus. Um, so then he goes on and he says, promoter King has requested banking and wire information from Warren for two months with no reply. So now let's think for a moment, right? We do know that Frank might be in some ish 
with the whole MT whatever, I'm not going to finish letters because I hear they're gagging orders. <laughs> but you know what we're talking about. Those guys over there from Ireland and all that stuff that's been reported. So is it far-fetched to believe that maybe Frank doesn't have access to an account because he doesn't want it frozen? I don't know. I'm just, you know, assuming. I told you boxing is drama, so I'm jumping off the deep end with the assumption here. But, Bo, what, what, what about you? I don't even get into any of this. I don't know. None of them guys doing Uh I wish them all the best. I hope everybody did I, right I and they get, just got I it I get it. I get your I little know. political answer. I don't know. But but the question is is pretty black and white. I can play Don the game, King, but Don King is alleging that he had been attempting to reach Warren for banking information at no avail. Mm -hmm. With everything that's going on, the criminal cases, the bans from the United States, a lot of different people not being allowed into the United States to have association with a certain acronym. Mm -hmm. Do you believe what King is insinuating that there may be some possibility that there aren't any bank accounts to get from Warren because of what's going on? Uh, I say when a man meets his mission, he and his mission become one. That's all I got for that. That's all I got. <laughs> Definitions to Bo's wisdom will drop fourth quarter, hardcover, and digital releases. Um, King has already paid Dubois foreign taxes to the IRS. $420,666 with 12 cents. And I quote, I have talked with Dubois and his father about the matter, said King. I've told them the money was in escrow and waiting for Dubois' promoter and manager, Frank Warren, the wiring instructions. Did Frank lose my number? He knows where to reach me. So, I don't know. Again, is it common practice not to just pay the fighter and you have to pay the promoter and the promoter pays the fighter? I don't know. But this all seems strange. And then he goes on to say, open quote, I love Frank Warren. His word, honor, and integrity have been above and beyond any contract or agreement with me. His word has been his bond. Impeccable. I am deeply hurt and terribly disappointed in what is happening now. I've never not paid a fight, and that is certainly not the case here. End quote. There you go. My man King ain't letting nobody smear his name. He out. He came out right away. He a man of the people. He a mm. man of his word. He lasted in this game longer than we all been alive. I and mean, still, I, w I don't know about lasted. I don't know about lasted. Like did, he had, they, did he have an event on June 4th like that? Absolutely. And, and right. that dude was a regular champion, which I'm not downplaying. I'm saying, you know, as a promoter, to have a regular champion is a good thing. I'm just saying, when you were the guy, you know it, bro. You know it. Like, when you used to drop a song every week and you're on the billboard, now you drop a song a week and nobody don't care. Or you ain't got a song to drop because he ain't got fighters. The, the, he, the metaphor is he ain't got no fighters. Trevor Brown was one of his fighters. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. That's a single. That ain't an album. 
I mean, that's a fighter. That's a single that ain't an album that ain't even Understood. a star. That's not you. a star. That's not Beyonce. That's right, not a right, Shanti. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he used to be, he used to be like, I don't know, in a scope, man. He he used to have all the artists, and now you but don't. Even so even at this age, like he couldn't man, he couldn't do nothing with all of that. I get it, but he, but oh, but oh. this is not an argument. A person that had 20, 30 big name fighters, and now only has one or two yeah, mediocre. Like Ninety five years old too. All right, mm-hmm. and I'm not disrespecting. Him. I'm just saying he's obviously regressed in his business tremendously tremendously like i'm sure the size of his headquarters is not even the same you anymore think you're gonna be able to pull up here to tvb studios tvb headquarters at 95 years old in that corvette make it up them stairs and walk in here and sit well down. first of all you're not first of all first of all that. unlike don That's king before even doing the show unlike don king and a, and a bunch of other fools out here i made the right deal i got an elevator don't you ever <laughs> forget that Right, right. Shit. I seen a video, bro. Put me in no mediocre box with these dudes without elevators. I got an elevator. I seen a video from like 10, 15 years ago where Don King was doing an interview with a lady. And like literally, like he had trouble like getting in the ring to sit down. Why? Because he like age and issues. Okay, so how old is he? Is he legit 94 or you just nah, blowing I, smoke? So I'm gonna look it up to see how old he is, but I because I, I was about to bring up that dude that I know nothing of, but I happen to be having the news on by mistake because I don't watch it. And some dude from the Dodgers, my man died at 94 years old. Don man. King 90. He was born. Oh my God! What? Me and Don King got the same birthday. Oh my God! August 20th, 1931. Dang. No wonder that's my man. That's Shout your man's in them. The legend, the man. August twentieth. What is that sign? Biggest What's your sign, man? I can't even. Ch- I can't even touch my phone. What's your sign? A king. What's your sign? King, like done. Spartans. <laughs> nah. Uh, what's your sign? And then the famous words <laughs> of Don King: a flute with no holes is not a flute, and a donut with no holes is a Danish. Man, Don King, man. I've never heard any of those. But that's okay. That's okay. Um, tell Don, do right by his fighters, man. <laughs> Stop being out here. Why he always got to be alleged to be in some shit? They always alleging him to do some shit, man. Can't be like that, man. And he always stand his ground, right? That's okay, but don't. And you incapable don't of be... standing your ground if you ain't solid. So no, but listen, solid. but listen, at one point or another, it gets, it gets boring and repetitive to have people accuse you of things. Regardless if you keep vindicating and, and, and showing that they're lying, it's just like, why is there always some sort of dark cloud surrounding you? Pretty weird. Man. I mean, think about the life he had prior to becoming a boxing promoter. I, I know he, he did some time. Yeah, he had. You know, so been through a lot and that's why. We, we even, and, but that's why. But that's why I'm a little harder on him because you know he was given a second shot and he made it to the top of the mountaintop. So it's like, come on, man, and did his thing with it. I don't you know. know I don't know. There's what a lot mean? of people of color. They have a lot of issues with Don, and, and I have an issue with that because, because they read you know the you need to, you need tabloid. to be trying to help your people. Like they always say, he robbed Tyson, this, that, and other. I love Tyson, I love Don King, but I mean, didn't Tyson had a lot of issues during that time? So who's to say he didn't just blow his money based what you off mean? the lifestyle he what was living? Mean, it issues? looked like he blew it. The man had tigers and lions. 
Larry Holmes had buses and hotels and all. Bro, these dudes was mega rich. Mega, mega rich. You think Charlo's got money? You think Canelo got money? They had but, but, bigger but you, money than that okay. 30 years ago. And that's cool. And that's cool. But if he holding half a million from Dubois, how much of them $30 million checks was he holding from Tyson? Come on, Was bro. he spoon feeding him? Like, nah, man, just take this five. I'll give you another five in 20 years. The fuck? Tyson was the first. Give me mine. That we, in our lifetime, Money Mayweather. He had the, Tyson had everything. What he had? Tigers. Yeah, Robin Givens. Robin Givens. I ain't never like Robin Givens. I ain't I, I like Robin. What? Yeah, nice lady, nice lady. You wildin'. Uh that was cause wasn't she on Don't Help Me? What was it? Different Different World? I don't think she was on I don't recall seeing her on like a sitcom. What? Maybe man, maybe you a like young a no, buck, man. maybe like a novella. Get your young buck out of here, man. Somebody, somebody with some age, talk to me, man. Somebody in the chat, tell this whippersnapper. She was on a regular. I never seen her on a TV show. She was always in movies. When she I was on a different world, probably on the Cosby's too. What's wrong with you, Robin man? Robin Givens was not on a different world, to my knowledge. Man, you but out here tripping? I watched a lot of a different world. Though. <laughs> he out here tripping, man. What about different? Yo, who that on? The, who that on Discord, man? Yo, if you want Discord, try video. We got video. Somebody already, no, no, no. So when we, no, no, no. Only moderators can cut the video on on Discord, and that's like on the back call. So hopefully, all right. Well, forget it. We don't need no video. Half them be driving anyway. They ain't gonna be able. We ain't gonna be able all to right, see. Hold them. on, we got uh the guest here. What guest? The seven a.m. guest. Oh yeah, yeah. my goodness! We got a guest, and Danny ain't show up. Y'all know how it is, man. Y'all see? Y'all see how it is? No show, Danny. No show. Um, Dan, he told me who was the guest. It's it's a trainer, and we're not all super familiar. So this is going to be educational here. We're going to learn about this guy. Uh, let me get to these super chats. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. What do we got? First one, Coyote in the UK sends two pounds. He says, your poll's messed up. Needs redoing. We handled it. Thank you. Alan G, $5 super chat says, y'all have Marshall by decision twice. Laugh out loud. Good morning, TBV. Yo, Danny, where you at, cuz? Yeah, both fixed that. Shout out to Alan G. Um, Alan G did send a $5 super chat, so that gets him a wheel spin. If you don't know what the wheel spin is, you about to find out real quick. Because here on this show, we appreciate your supersets so much that we have created raffles for each individual uh, super chat. And, and what I mean by that is like certain price super chats put you in different raffles. As you can see from this amazing raffle wheel that has an autographed hat by Custom TBV signed by Nico Ali Walsh. Then we got an autographed Custom TBV Glove by David Benavidez. We also have an Eric Morales El Terrible Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame shirt. We also have a 
one of 2,500 spray ground, limited release, never re-released, gold camo, black vegan leather with the shark bite bag at 15. IBO shirt is a little $10 raffle. Money May, if you land on that, you could just get any of these prizes. You just say, yo, I'm the boss, man. I, whatever, put me in the raffle for all of these or one of these or however you want to do it. We got the $5 TBV custom keychain. And we got a custom Danny Garcia glove. I keep saying custom, you know why? Because they come on TBV gloves. So you'll never get an autographed glove like this again because this is TBV only. Albert Bell also autographed glove. And the Kenichi Bear headphones, Hibernation 5s, um, are all on this wheel. Other things as well, as you see, we got the giveaway. If you want to come to Vegas Buy a $75 raffle ticket, and if you are selected, we will pay your round-trip flight and your hotel, plus invite you into this beautiful $15 million facility to watch the live pay-per-view with us and some special invited guests. But let me spin his wheel. All right, so he landed on the giveaway, which once again, uh, we have it there just to remind ourselves to continue to tell you and to remind you of what's going on. But you don't have to land on the Canelo Triple G giveaway to actually buy a raffle ticket. All you have to do is contact us on DM, any social media, however your, your preferred way of contacting us and or just send a cash app of $75 for one raffle ticket with your name. For the Canelo Triple G all-inclusive trip. Uh, so once again, that was for... That was for Alan G. We got Isaiah Guzman with the 199 Super Chat. says, Bumgarner versus Mayer. Bumgarner in seven rounds. The bomb emoji. Takis ticking emoji. So Danny is going to be going to see Bumgarner. While I'm in um, Florida, I'll be doing the show from there, like in the past, and Danny will hit the road. He's going to go back to Jerron Ennis, back to Shakur, and go see Alicia Bumgarner. So we're working out all those details to make sure that we can obviously bring you all that content. Remember, we're uploading content, one-on-one -on -one inter exclusive interviews daily to our YouTube channel. Uh, so you might want to keep your eyes out for that. You know, you don't want to be left behind on all the goodness that we've been getting. So uh, let's see. We got some more Super Chats. That one was for Isaiah. We got Coyote back with another one, another two pounds. He said, when Clarissa gets KO'd, will she still be D-Goat? Um... Well, Muhammad Ali was considered the GOAT with losses, so one loss doesn't define her career. It would all have to do with, I guess, the end of her career and how that particularly played out. I got a big, fat $20 super chat from Dallas's own for Surefire D, Bang the Boxer, and box the banger. You're welcome, fellas. Shout out 
to for Surefire D, who is an amateur and does want to turn pro or probably already turned pro, and he got a fat $20 super chat. So he may get multiple spins or he may just get lucky with one or two big things. Let's see. Spinning the wheel. Where do you land? Okay, TBV hoodie. So that's one thing right there. We put him in the name for that TBV hoodie. And um, that was for show. Fire D in Dallas. And uh, that means you still got another $5 left on that 20. So we give you another spin. Just in case you land on another $5 raffle, you win there like swimwear. You feel me? Uh-oh, spray ground bag. I got to show y'all this. Um, so again, for sure, Fire D, you was already more than generous and sent us a beautiful $20 super chat this morning. And luckily, you know, we, we, we went and appreciated you so much that we put that into the running for a custom champion TBV hoodie that was handcrafted by uh, Fitwear brand that all the fighters in boxing use. That being said, you did land on the spray ground bag and you have $5. If you send another another 10, you'll be in the raffle for this beautiful gold camo, camo, excuse me, excuse me, camo. I love this camo. You know you love it. Matches my shirt slightly when you, when you kind of get the glare going. You know, see the backside? Beautiful. Spray ground. One-offs, baby. Only 2,500 of these made. These have already been released. No more of these. This is a one-off. You see that? So we're giving these out. This is vegan leather. Got the shark bite right here and the black leather. Beautiful. It's beautiful. All right. Shout out for Short sure ID. Let me know what you want to do. Um, who next? R. Jonesy with the 199 Super Chase says, I got AJ plus 650 for decision and like plus 200 for KO. Yeah, those are good bets because I think the fight is still 50-50. But obviously the bookies believe that um, Usyk is such a great boxer that he's, he'll be able to do it again. And that, 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 that can very well be the case. Uh, but I think we have our guests. So I'm going to take a quick intermission and be right back with him. 12 years. I never expected it to turn out like this. TheBoxingBoys.com. Shout out to the community, man. I appreciate y'all. Happening, people. Info Joe, Los Angeles, in the building. Adrian, the problem road. The man from the frozen tundra. Keem, straight out of Florida. Liz Lowe. Chicken, me, 
from them. Only in America. Well, I'm a true attestation to the American dream. King Born, Grand Heights, Brooklyn. You heard? Four chicken wings and french fries, breakfast and champions. Let's get to it. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back and joined with Rocky Jimenez. What's going on? Man, I'm from the tri-state area, so uh, I'm, I'm, I like, am familiar with the last name Jimenez because of Luis Jimenez. He was like a radio, Spanish radio disc jo- Turn his mic, please. Let me get a mic check. Hello, hello. Hello. Uh, yeah, just bring it closer. That arm can still get a little... There you go. So, Rocky, man, uh, you are a trainer at DLX? Uh, yes, I am. Okay, yeah. so you look extremely young. How long have you been training? And were you a fighter before, I guess? I was, yeah. I was an amateur fighter before um, since uh, since I was little, so I can remember. I did uh, also martial arts and I've uh, been training for a couple of years now. I um, I started uh, when I first came to Vegas. I uh, started, um, started fighting. I started fighting in California, came out here, and uh, worked for Rival Boxing. And... Uh, you said for Rebel or Rival? Rival, Rival. The glove company. Yeah, the glove company, yeah. And uh, now, I'm, uh, now I'm a trainer now, DLX Boxing. Shout out to uh, Russ Abner, right? He's the... Yeah, Russ Amber, yeah. He's a, he's a good guy. Cut man for Lomachenko. Very, mm-hmm. very good guy. So, wait. Is he only a cut man or he has some, he, isn't he like part owner of that company, Rival, or no? Oh, uh, yeah, he is. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, cool, cool, cool. So, uh, when did you transition into training from, um, you know, because you were an amateur for how long and then what, what year did you stop? Uh, so, I stopped fighting at 25. Okay. I stopped competing around 25 and, um, you know, had jobs here and there. Then went to rival boxing. I was there for like about four, four years, I think. And then uh, pandemic hit and then everything shut down. And then I was like, oh, no, you know what I mean? Like everybody else. And I... Um, I got in touch with uh, with the gym owner from DLX Boxing, and uh, we were uh, I was trying to help her with her gym and stuff like that with bags and putting, setting up the ring and doing all that. And uh, they told me to come down and start training people at DLX, and I've been there ever since. And how long has that been now? Uh, it's been for two years now. Okay. Yeah. So you loving it? Love it. It's great. It's uh, it's uh, something I have to do. You know. It's, uh, I love training. Love training. Love training fighters, amateur fighters, anybody who wants to learn. The sweet science and boxing, you know, so it's great. And um, so, what would you say your your specialty is or your expertise as a trainer? Because some people, you know, are known for their pad work, others for their mind, you know, uh, or are you a mixture of both because you are youthful. Um, I would say uh, hit and not get hit. You know, the the real the sweet science of boxing of not getting hit. You know, me as an amateur fighter, I was always uh, I was always a slick fighter, a fast fighter. You know, didn't have a lot of power, but I was I didn't get hit much. But you know, so that's where like my movement and footwork, and you know, I, I would say I'm more like a speed guy, pad. You know, really not get hit. You know. So, are you training any pros, or are you working with the amateurs that come in the I'm building? Work, I'm working with the amateurs that come in the building. You know, I, mean? I was an amateur myself, and I want to. It's good to see, um, you know, amateurs that you teach, you know what I mean, like, that come in and actually really learn and don't, don't pick up bad habits so when they go into the pros, you have the good fundamentals, you know. And being as though that you're working with amateurs, have you grown fond of any uh, fighters um, or have you seen any that you believe have the potential to become pro? 
Uh, yeah, we have some in uh, in our gym. Uh, we have uh, uh, Gino Spadafora. Okay. Gino Spadafora, he's a really good amateur. And um, we have uh, Hassan Rahman. He's a really good amateur, too. I believe uh, those guys will, uh, if they keep at it, they'll, they'll be, could be world champions. Mm, yeah, I got the pleasure of meeting uh, Rahman the other day. And uh, they were, everyone was telling me how good he is in that gym, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. He's a very talented kid, you know. I, um, I had a pleasure of working with him when he first, when he first came to the gym. And, um, but uh, he's very good, man, very talented. A lot of power. He's only like 15 years old. Welterweight, right? Yeah, fifteen years old. He carries a lot of a lot of power behind, a lot of snap, good speed. You know what I mean? He listens well. You know, so he's uh he's gonna be good. Now, how do you, I guess, not get yourself uh, hurt emotionally or attached because you're dealing with amateurs? So they might come in the gym three months. Next next time you see them, they're on the football field or. They're not interested in boxing anymore. Have you been through those situations, and how have you dealt with them? Um, not really, but it's uh, I say as long as they, as long as they're learning, you know what I mean. I'm I'm there to teach, you know what I mean. I don't uh, if someone wants to, I don't know, stay with me for a long term, and then maybe they left me over the years, and that would kind of suck, you know what I mean. But uh, as long as they're learning, you know what I mean. I'm there to teach, you know, anybody who wants to come in, if they even if they want to come in for a month, you know what I mean. And, as long as they take what I what I've taught them and you know apply it to life and all that stuff, and, you know. So why why boxing for you? I know you were an amateur, but what got you into the sport? Um, my father, my father, he was a he's a boxing boxing guy, martial artist. He was a he was like number one in California for a long time. You know what I mean? He uh, fought full contact, and uh, since I was a little kid, he. It was always fighting, fighting, Bruce Lee, hmm. you know what I mean? And he got me into it, and uh, I was just I was just born that way, man, born fighting, you know what I mean? Do you have any children yourself? I do, I do. Females, boys? All boys. All boys, yeah, how many? I have four children. Wow, four boys? Four boys. Yeah. Jeez. Four boys. You said that was hard to do, man. That's extremely hard. He knows it. I bet you you don't know anyone else with four boys. Uh... Fuck, I seen Rockman. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's fucking right. I forgot about Rockman. Yeah. But no, it's super difficult, man. Like, yeah. bro, everybody gets like one boy and three girls or one boy and two girls. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so what's your oldest? Are, are, I, forget that. Are any of them interested in boxing because they see you in... They are. One, oh, wow. Um, they, all like, they all like boxing, but one of them in particular is... Uh, is uh, his name's Dominic? We call him Boom Boom, hmm. and uh, he's very into boxing. His one of his favorite fighters is Lomachenko, and he's a southpaw himself. And I've been training him since he was born. I put on gloves. I used to, in his crib. I used to put on a boxing glove. What? And he used to sleep with it and put it on and sleep with it and put it on. How old is he now? He's eight years old now. Oh wow! So he can actually fight. Probably. Yeah, he can fight. I have videos of him, and he's uh he's amazing, man. He's an amazing kid. He really has like natural talent. Like at his age, he has more talent than me. Then you know, mm -hmm. it's crazy. Has he started fighting amateur yet? Uh, no, he hasn't. Not okay. yet. I don't want him to. I, I I train him, but I don't want him to actually you know get hit yet. You know what I mean? You know, I see a lot of you know kids that get hit early, and you know what I mean. As they're kids, you know they by the time they're nineteen or you know twenty, they're already kind of shot and done. You know what I mean? Mm. 
Because so of early sparring and early stuff? Early sparring, and you go sparring. That's all, that's all they want to do is spar, 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 spar. You know what I mean? By the time they're 19, 20, they're done. They're shot, you know? But isn't that necessary, some of that sparring, to, like, get it, take that anxiety out? It It is, but it has. I would say it has to be, like, controlled. You know what I mean? It has to be real controlled, not everyday sparring. You have to, For sure. You have, to, you have to learn boxing. You have to learn how to not get hit, and you have to learn about footwork. You have to learn fundamentals and, you know, everything everything else you know absolutely man so uh you're you're saying that your teaching style is hit and not be hit exactly so obviously being young who are some of the coaches that uh, i don't know you pull from for inspiration uh mentorship guidance even technique um well one of my coaches who uh who's a he was like my brother. He started me off in boxing. Is uh, Jason Ingwalson. He was a uh, number one uh, boxer in the world at one point. You know what I mean? And uh, he's uh, he was one of my like my mentors and teachers that taught me. Um, another one who uh, um, who I take guidance from is uh, the legendary uh, Kenny Adams. Okay. Kenny Adams, man. His uh, his knowledge of boxing and how he talks. And- Isn't that Michaela Mayer's trainer? No. No. Nah. No. Who he trains? Keaty Adams trained like Pernell Whitaker. Oh, yeah, he's a, he, from, he changed like 30 world champions. He was the K Caroma before K Caroma. Not saying nothing about him personally, whatever, but I'm just what saying. What is like, Michaela Mez? I know she trains with, with K Caroma as well, but she's got the little old man. What's his yeah, name? Coach Al. Mitchell. Oh, Al Mitchell. Al, Al Mitchell yeah, I'm mixing yeah. it up. Okay. I'm like, damn, that sounds so familiar. Yeah. So them and, you know. Other people, there's other people too, you know, but uh, but them, th- those two, like I really, li- when they talk, like I really listen to them, you know, mm-hmm. so it's uh, I like them, they're cool. So today we're discussing Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall and that big fight that's going to be happening. Uh, Clarissa recently came out and said that her KO streak will start now with Marshall as a trainer. Um, can a fighter just decide when a KO streak starts? And secondly, can you help a fighter develop power? Because she's only got two knockouts. So, like, are we going to see her all of a sudden become this puncher because someone worked with her? Can you work on developing knockout power, not just snap and pop? Uh, I believe you can, you know, um... A lot of like uh, boxers, um, when they box, they uh, they tend to like, you know, not really sit down on their punches, and they're more of a it's a more of a tag and not get hit kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know. But uh, I feel like if she could maybe sit down more on her punches and really work on if they work on that and her team and you know what I mean develop that power, and I think they can, you know. So uh, I don't know if a boxer could actually say when when they could decide uh, I'm gonna have a knockout streak with the starting now, but. You know, every fight's different. They're all hard, you know. So, we'll see. I mean, you were a fighter. Were you able to sit across the ring from someone and, like, look over to your coach like, man, I'm going to knock this fool out? And it actually happened? Or that's just, I don't know, bravado and to soup yourself up, excite yeah, yourself? Yeah, it, uh, it was always, I was, a, I was a cocky little shit. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was, uh, I was always... Said uh, no one could beat me. You know, I'm too fast for them. You know, but uh, every 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 match and every every fight you have is is a difficult one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No matter who it is, you know, um, you don't know what how you're gonna perform that day, or 
you know what I mean, or what's going to happen, you know, one punch could change everything, you know, so, but, uh, but you just have to have confidence, full confidence in your, in your abilities and your skills to, you know, to make it happen. So Fury did to Wilder, like, he was like, I'm going to knock him out. We didn't believe him and he did it. Yeah. Um, obviously, Clarissa is the smaller woman. You being the trainer, if you were training her, what would be the game plan or does height the height of Marshall not matter in boxing? Uh, everything comes into play. I think height does matter. Um, but uh, I would say her team and her her coach would have to come up with a with a good game plan. You know, if you if you if you go in there and just go through the motions of just fighting, you know what I mean. You're not gonna. You would have to adapt to them. Not a lot of people could do that. Except for Floyd, you know what I mean. Um, but uh, you have to go in with a good game plan and you know look to look to slip punches. You know what I mean. And really um, capitalize on, on that, you know what I mean, and really sit down on your punches and hit them, hit her with hard shots, you know what I mean. So every time you know she throws, she knows that something's gonna come back hard, you know. So we'll see. You know. uh, what What would be, I guess, the basic game plan when fighting a taller and longer person? Because Marshall is very tall, very long, and mentally she holds a win over Shields in the amateurs. I would say. Inside fighting, I would say get on, get on the inside. You know, uh, a lot of people uh, were real lanky or you know what I mean, real, real tall and a lot of reach. Sometimes, sometimes can't really fight on the inside. You know, um, but uh, excluding Sebastian Fundura, ex yeah, except him, man. That guy's, <laughs> that guy's a monster. But uh, but yeah, I would say uh, fight on the inside, getting her like roughing her up. You know, roughing her up, being physical with her. You know, hard shots, go to the body. You know what I mean. Establish, establish your jab, you know what I mean? Make sure something's always something's always coming at her, you know what I mean? So she's always defending, you know, so. Have you watched either of the two women fight? I've uh, watched a lot of Clarissa Shields, but as far as uh, Marshall, I haven't. Yeah, haven't. None? I, I know, yeah, I know she has a win over the amateurs on, over her, but mm -hmm. um, I haven't seen her fight recently, no. Wow. So you're not excited. You don't even know when it when it's happening, right? And, and it's okay to I, be yeah, honest. I, I, don't, I don't know when it's happening. I've, I've seen her, uh, like online social media like coming out like she's fighting she's gonna fight this girl and stuff like that but i haven't i know nothing about the girl honestly but do you think that i do know do you think that that that's what's uh hindering boxing holding it back is that the women aren't getting the knockouts to get your attention like i mean look this is an undisputed fight with two you know very successful women in the sport and a trainer in boxing didn't even, doesn't know uh, sometimes. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of, of the, I think the women, they're actually starting to, women's boxing is starting to pick up with mm -hmm. Amanda Serrano and Katie Taylor. That really, that was a, one of, a major fight, you know. Um, wow, because that was my next question, but you've answered it. I was going to say, which one is bigger, Amanda, Te Amanda Serrano versus Katie Taylor or this one, which is, again. I, th I thought uh, Amanda Serrano and Katie Taylor. Wow. That was a huge fight. I mean, See, for me, I think it's supposed to be Clarissa versus Marshall because they have that built-in amateur history. They've right, been right, right. they've been cursing at each other on Instagram yeah. and, and Twitter for years where mm -hmm. that wasn't really there for Amanda and Katie. They did that kind of in the build-up, but I get it. You know, Katie's an international star. Yeah. Um and that's just it, man. Yeah, you gotta, you know, she she's she carried the bulk of that promotion because 
I feel like Serrano got her push once she got with Jake Paul. Yeah, and those uh, those those pretty a good move for on their part. You know what I mean? She um, they really came up, and Jake Paul. I mean, he's really trying to help women's boxing. You know, so uh, you can't knock him for that. But um, so I think that was a that was a great fight though. That was that, they were going full force at that. You know, they were they were chucking them. <laughs> so uh, speaking of Jake Paul. You got the DLX badge on your chest. Yeah. This, this How do you feel about the cancellation, man? Because um, there's a lot of fingers being pointed of who should be to blame. Um, and I love Rockman. I just spanked his dad in chess over at the gym, you know, twice, just in case you're wondering. Uh, but if you sign a contract, you sign a contract. You knew to wait when you signed it. So then they gave you an extra five, and the rumor is that he's asked for an extra ten. So, you know, I don't know. How do you feel about the cancellation? I don't know. Uh, I think uh, Jake Paul knew what he was doing. You know what I mean? Getting him down so so. Uh, oh, absolutely. So so low. You but know so I mean? did Floyd. He made Canelo fight him at 152. Like, this is not new. Pacquiao made Marquez, uh, excuse me, Margarito come down to 151. This is not new. Like, you signed. You you, you wanted the opportunity with the A-side. This is what A-sides do. Cotto made Canelo come to 55. He made Sergio Martinez come to what? Like, 57, Bo, or 8? Like, you the A-side. You do what you want. And if you want to accept the contract, then you get to fight me. Right, right. So I don't know. It was a huge opportunity. He looked good. He was here like the day before Rockman was, and yeah. he looked lean. Yeah, he was, you know, he was, a, he was in great shape. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. I just, uh, I mean, if you sign the contract, I mean, you should go through with it. You know what I mean? As a trainer, though, do you think it was physically possible for him to lose? He said at the time of the phone call, he was two hundred and thirty-two pounds when he when he got offered the fight. Let's say the original contract of 200 is that can you can you safely get a fighter to lose 32 pounds in 3 weeks? Was it 3 or 5? Uh I'm not sure what Me it was. neither. Yeah, I'm not sure what <laughs> how many weeks. I know it was very, very All right, short, but though. pick one. Yeah. Which one of those can you do it in and can you not do it in? 3 weeks sounds too quick. 3 3 weeks is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could get a fighter hurt, you know what I mean? Get them hurt and because you, you have to dehydrate, you know what I mean? Dehydrate, you know what I mean? Getting hit in the head and all that stuff. And, but uh, maybe, I mean, five weeks, I'd be, I think you could do it in five weeks. Yeah, you, I mean, you get UFC fighters to do it, who lose 10 pounds in one week, you know? <laughs> I mean, isn't weight cut in like 15 in a day? How many do you lose when you weight cut? When you're like literally not drinking water? Yeah, you're losing about four pounds a day, five pounds a day, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's tough, you know, but um, it could be done. I think uh, proper training, proper nutrition, you know what I mean? The right training, you know what I mean? I think it'd be, it could be done. I did too, but I'm not a fighter, so I get criticized when I say, bro, they could work, they work out three times a day. Like if you woke up, went to the trap, then you went back home, had your breakfast, maybe took a nap, you're back in the gym at 11 or 12, Doing your work with your trainer, with Mr. Hivanez, and y'all working on game plan. You go back home, shower, take a rest. You're in strength and conditioning with Coach Larry fucking Wade. You getting ready. Like, I don't get it. 
it's a lot of money on the table. I'm not talking rock, man. I'm just it, saying in general. For a fighter, I know it's a tough journey. I know you're alone, but you also receive all that money alone. When you finally make it, and I know it's not everyone that makes it, right. but the ones that can remain disciplined. Look at Devin Haney. Remain disciplined. You're going to make it. Yep. At 21, he made it because of discipline. Like, it's it's... I don't know. I, again, from the outside looking in, it seems that simple. As a trainer, do you what? What's the one advice that you give fighters? Discipline, discipline. You gotta. You, go. um, you can't come in into this uh, into this game, you know, with your you know half foot in, half other half out. You know what I mean? You gotta go all the way through. You know what I mean? What does all the way through mean for you as a trainer? What do you want to see your fighter do uh, daily? Live, breathe, and eat boxing. You know, he has to live like a fighter. You know, you got to live like a fighter. You got to train like one. You got to you gotta live like one. Get your proper sleep. Eat like one. You know what I mean? You got to live and breathe this all day, every day. You know what I mean? Walk me through it. Like, I'm your fighter. I walk in the gym. What's the first thing you want me doing? Uh, first thing I want you doing, uh, listen. <laughs> I want you to listen. Make sure you're, you're paying attention to everything I got to say. You know what I mean? Um, and then... What's your training? Obviously, picking it up. Um, but what is the training? I mean, I'm walk me through like an infant. Are you? Uh, how, how do you want me to stretch when I walk in? If so, how long? What's next? Is it jump rope? Like, what are you telling your fighters to do? Uh, when you come in, I'm asking you to stretch out, warm up. You know what I mean? How long does that take? About ten minutes. About ten minutes, really stretch up. I want you to jump rope. How long is that? Jump rope. It depends. Some people do it for 15 minutes. Some people do it to 20 minutes. What do you as the trainer want? I do it for minimum. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Minimum. Okay. Minimum 10 so minutes. that's three rounds. Yeah. And then uh, get into shadow boxing. Shadow boxing could go up to about four rounds. Four rounds. You know 12 I mean? minutes. Four, yeah. About four rounds shadow boxing. And then um, get on some gloves. Get on, the, get on the bag. You know what I mean? How many rounds on the bag? I say about... About four or five rounds, four or five rounds, getting on some mitts. 12 to 15. About four rounds in the mitts. Mm. Every you know. day you doing mitts with your fighter? Uh, I love it, but I, I got trainers in here. They're like, yo, you can't give your pad work. I'm like, come on, coach. Uh, yes and no, because mm. uh, you have to work on different things, right? As a fighter, you have to work on movement, on footwork. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, one day it would be um, conditioning strength, or you could do uh, work on footwork, or, you know what I mean, certain uh, techniques of uh, when you're shadow boxing and stuff like that, you know, so... It's um, not every day you would do mitt work, but every other day. Yeah. All right, so we did four rounds of pad after the four rounds of bag. Now what, I go home, or is there something left? No, we're uh, back back up to some shadow boxing with some weights. You know what I mean? Doing after the workout, you want me to shadow box with some weights? Yeah. I want, okay. you to, I want you to do what we did on the mitts. I want you to work on looking in the mirror, you know what I mean? Shadow boxing again. So another four rounds. Yeah, Get up, not about about two. You know oh, okay, I mean? two rounds. Um, so this is more cool down. Yeah, cool down. Get into some sit ups, your core work. You know what mm, I mean. Sit ups every day. Sit ups every day. After the workout. Sit ups every day. How many? Uh, if you could do five hundred, do five hundred. What? <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Coach, I'm talking oh about God. for these new guys walking in. You know, I know you're trying to set, but you know you're trying to set guidelines, but five hundred, you're scaring them away. They ain't coming back. It's, it's hard work. <laughs> you know I mean? This is boxing, you know. It's not tennis. Hey, Rocky, I got a question. Yeah, man, what's up? Can Ness get one session, one training session? Can he get one training session, whether here or there, wherever, 
Can he get one training session? A free one. Absolutely. Oh, I didn't want to throw. I didn't want to throw that one. in there. He go, oh, he I didn't want to throw that in there, but that's what he I mean. He giving you that's, discount codes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> one free <laughs> one. He, he'll never forget you if he get the training session. Like he never forget the body shot Shadeza Green gave him. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you can, absolutely. Anytime you want, man. For sure. For Anytime, sure. Anytime, just uh, give me a ring and I got you. So, all right, so you said the shadow boxing, cool down, then the sit-ups, at least 500 if you can get to it. A hundred minimum, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Do a hundred sit-ups, do your... Now that's whatever. it, I did my hundred. All right, coach, yeah. I'm out. I could leave or still more? Uh, Usually, if they could, you know what I mean, if, they, if they're still around, you know what I mean? Still cool down. I forgot to do some speed back, you know what I mean? It depends what we're working on that day, you know what I mean? So do you do one-on-one -on -one sessions or you are more class environment? Oh, one-on-one. Oh, wow. Yeah, one-on-one. I really like, I think um, every fighter uh, deserves, uh, you know what I mean? It, well, if you have an amateur group or, you know what I mean, a bunch of amateurs that come at the same time, you, you try to uh, work with one each one-on-one -on -one at, at a time, you know, at least for some time. But, um, but yeah, I think you you learn more when you got that one person. You know what I mean? Instead People of, in the chat like five hundred sitters would give me hernia, <laughs> <laughs> bro. They said the oh my god! So when you were when you were fighting, how many sit-ups could you do straight through? Because I promise you, straight, even in when I was through, in good shape, fifty would, would kill me. I would do two hundred straight through. Wow, two hundred straight through. <laughs> two hundred straight through, and I was fighting that. 110 pounds, 112 pounds. I watched and interviewed Bradley, and he would do a thousand a day, yeah, a day. Yeah, but you can see his abs. Like, have you ever seen him at a weigh-in, bro? He, he looked like a little bodybuilder. Hell you know yeah, I mean? Hell, I mean, but he, no power though. That's so crazy. How was he so physically, uh, you know, fear? Like, he looked scary, but then the knockouts weren't there. He would, uh, he could fight, some, but some, they weren't sometimes, there. Sometimes when you're built that big, it's, it's always a, a thing. They always say the biggest guys can't crack, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But uh, who knows? You're born with power or you're not, you know, I feel, you know, either you got it. Like Mike Tyson, he was just a knockout artist. He touched you on, on the side of the head and you were gone, mm -hmm. you know. But um, it's always something you could develop. But um, I don't know, man. He's, but he was, Bradley was always came in tremendous shape. Absolutely. He always came in tremendous shape, and he was ready to Even fight. at the end of his career, he turned vegan, coming in better shape. Yeah, he, he could go 12 rounds. Like, he would be in there ready to fight, you know? Mm -hmm. he, was, he was in tremendous shape. So, um, you spoke of Gino. Um, I... <laughs> Where's Waldo popped in? Oh, uh, I, I look at um, fighters that have sons, and right away feel sympathy for them or i don't want to say pity because that's hard harsh uh, uh but you know like i feel sorry because it's like they got a harder road than you and i like if you wanted to be a boxer it's easier than gino or julio cesar chavez jr or rockman jr whoever's a junior because the expectations are so high you know like you said Gino's a great amateur, and I'm like, yeah, but is he as slick as his father? Like, that's the first thing I said in my head. Right, right, right. I mean, you always, you always got that pressure of uh, of uh, who your dad was, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And you have to live up to that expectation. But um, I don't know. I mean, I think they have to. All these sons of fighters, they really have to, um, you know, be real disciplined about it, about the sport. You know what I mean? They can't just be like, oh, my dad was a fighter, and I think I could do it too. You know yeah. What I mean, they really have to you know, create their own names and really do, 
you know what I mean? Go their own way, you know what I mean? Their, their dad did what they did, you know? It's time to see what you could do, you know? But there's still going to be guys like me, like, man, Gino ain't as slick as his father. Like, look, he don't, he, you know, he's well, a he, boxer or he's this he's, or he's, he's that. He's young still, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's young still, you know what I mean? So we'll see how uh, how he develops and how he, as he gets older and has more fights and has more experience, see how he, how he, how he, how he comes out. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man, I just feel like, it's tough. I, w I think I would probably rather take a, another profession than fight to get out of my father's shadow. Uh, because, I mean, look, Julio Cesar Chavez, he became a world champion, but he doesn't, like, pe people forget that. They forget that he became a world champ, and he's whatever he is now because he's not as good as his dad. Right, right, right. You know, so it's a pretty tough road for the juniors, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough road. Like, really gotta, it's tough. Shane Mosley Jr., you know, same story. Yeah. You know, it's hard to live up to your father, who he's, was a, he's a legend. He's a good dude, by the way. He's cool. Who, Shane? Yeah, Shane. Of dude, course. He's a, he's a good dude. Of course. He's oh. he's actually turning it around. The later half of his career is the better half. His yeah. last, what, two of the three performances have been, you know, I thought he won the Quigley fight, and he definitely just yeah. beat Rosado. Um, you know, hopefully he gets a Berlanga fight. Yeah. That'd be a great. That'd be a great matchup, you know. Uh, Ber Berlanga's uh, also looking good too. You know what I mean? He's, but uh, yeah, Shane. Shane's a good guy. I hope uh, hope Shane wins. You know, what I mean? if he ever gets that fight. You know? Some would say that you know, being a junior though. Oh, where'd you come from? May, <laughs> may kind of benefit. May kind of benefit uh, in the sense of, well, you know. We know that HBO didn't allow Sergio Martinez to defend his WBC title against Sebastian uh, Zvik. But yet they allowed Junior to, to fight, fight for that vacant, vacant title, title against title Sebastian Zvik on HBO. So, you know, some would say that being a it's junior, that legendary name. Yeah, man. Kind of plays in your favor. But until it doesn't, right? Because yes, they'll put you in position because of who you are and you bring out the fans, but sooner or later you gotta fight your nemesis. They can't protect you from, you know, the contenders forever. Yeah. They can do their best to promote you and put you in position where you're the A-side, but you still have to perform, you know? But, so but you would like to see Ryan Garcia versus Devin Haney then? I would like... That's what's supposed to happen in boxing. Because they fought each other in the amateurs about four times. Six. six. Not yeah, only six that, right not there. only that, Coach, but just so boxing can get it right, like... You were his mandatory. You know, now you're out here saying, oh, belts don't mean nothing. And it's like, these kids are changing the sport, you know? Yeah. Um, they're diluting it. They're, 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 they're just discrediting it. They're taking away what made it great. Like, if you're undisputed, you are the best in your division. Yeah. You know, um, there shouldn't be anything else to discuss. Uh no one else should be number one, and everyone should be gunning at the person with five belts. He's got the ring and every other sanctioning body, and instead they, they want to fight each other because, I don't know, popularity or money, which is crazy. I think everyone's a, they got that, uh, that Floyd thing where they don't want to lose their O, you know. I think they just don't, they want, they want more money, they want the popularity, mm -hmm. they want to, you know, People, they don't want to really fight yet. I mean, eventually it'll happen. You know what I mean? But as far as like... So you don't think none of these young guys are really about what they say? Because, uh, I mean, I you got to you gotta give some of these young guys credit. Like, Shakur Stevenson 
could have not unified in his first nah, title was, defense at 130. Shakur was a bad boy, man. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, he, he didn't have to go into a straight unification. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It was like Jamel, then, then Valdez. Like, he didn't have to do that. Yeah. So I feel that some of these young, young guys are really, you know, about everything they say. You yeah, know, no, some. Are. Some absolutely some, they are, and look, Ryan might <clears throat> we me. might be misinterpreting Ryan, right? You know, uh, because in the grand scheme of things, if he beats Tank, then people will think he I, can beat Devin. I personally believe he beats Tank. You think he beats Tank? I think he beats Tank. Oh, wow. you might be the first person on this planet that said that shit. I think Gatorade. I, I think I think he beats. Uh, I think he beats Tank. He has the uh, he has the uh, the speed, the the reach, and uh, that kick a hit, man. He uh, can't box though. Like that's the thing. Like he, he can't he cut off the ring. I mean, he put he, he pulls right back. Yeah, he pulls back with, with his chin up. Everybody and that, you know but. he can't cut off the ring. Like I gave him a pass in the to go fight because it's like cool inactivity first fight with Goosen. And it seemed like he hadn't been with Goosen uh, long, at least to the public's knowledge. What did you think about his last fight? I mean, not one time did he cut off the ring. It's like, yeah, we know you got power. We know you're fast as fuck. We know that you can knock people out. But it's like, Papa, you still ain't cut off the ring. Like, yeah. you, you get what I'm saying? I mean, like, There's a lot to learn. From like, like Devin Haney's a hell of a boxer. You yeah. get what I'm saying? The, you know, these, these top guys, Javante, they, they're going to use the ring. What yeah. are you gonna do when you can't cut it off? Yeah, yeah, that's true. But he is—that's uh, up to him and his team, you know. Nah, to, for sure. To to learn that, you know what I mean. To really work on that for him, you know what I mean. He should. If I was his trainer, I'd say we got to work on that. You know what I mean? Work on work cutting the ring. I I don't know because it's something that he's been doing. This pulling out thing—he did it with Reynoso and he's done it with Goosen. Uh, who was he with before Reynoso? Just his dad. Was it Henry Garcia only? Yeah, it was just his dad, I believe. So he's been doing that, bro. He's been. My actually, um, my uh, my old coach used to train him. Mm. He used to train him for at least ten fights. Wow, 10, 10, 15 fights. What? I think he was with him. What was his name? Jason Ingwalson. Mm. He was with him. He used to train him. He was uh, yeah, he taught him a lot of stuff. But uh, you know, I I mean, I seen Ryan Garcia. I was with him a couple of times, and I seen him train. So he that kid, everybody says he slaps. That kid cracks. He cracks tremendous power. No, I mean, tremendous nah, he power. definitely could crack because they had to slow down that Fortuna hook. You didn't see that shit. Yeah. Like, you legit didn't see that shit. Yeah, it was quick. Bro, you just seeing Fortuna, like, yeah, I'm like, what like, the fuck? You got fuck? hit with like a, a ghost punch or something. Bro, right. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest reflexes. with you guys. Uh, it was like the Fonseca. Um, man, it was a couple uh, fights that he was like on undercards. I know Canelo undercards and. Just other fights where I've seen him in person, and it's like he's fast. He's that motherfucker's fast. Sometimes you don't see those punches mm-hmm. coming, but it's like you're still talking about elite guys. You ain't you ain't facing nothing close to. Yeah, like these elite guys know how to box. They know how to use that ring. So, you know, um, I just don't know based on what I've seen in the last two fights if he can actually. Beat those top guys just yet, well, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. The fights have to happen. You fights know? have to happen. The, uh, he's still young. He's still young. All these guys are young. You know what I mean? I'm sure they're gonna get better as they get older. You know, we're gonna see better and better fights. So, but I what I, I guess what does that say about the sport? Right? If we got all these uh, 
very talented uh, young guys, I mean, they're going to have to face each other sooner ra- rather than later because if, if not, it's like, who are they going to face? Because yeah. th- think about how many, <coughs> how, how many top names are under the age of 30 or even 25. You know, there's a, there's a lot of top guys, um, especially in, like, those smaller weight classes right now. If you think about, like, the lightweight division, 130-pound division, 140-pound division, you know, even the smaller weight class, Bam Rodriguez making a big splash, you know. So, shit, the heavyweight division, you know, Jared Anderson, like, man, it's an exciting time right it's now. It's an exciting time, yeah. Bam, Bam Rodriguez, like you mentioned him, he's a bad kid, man. Bad. Mm-hmm. He's bad. I mean, I see he could be he could be really great, you know, really for he's a Mexican fighter, he's really bad. And he moves he moves great too. He cuts off the ring, he could pivot, pivot over. Let me I mean, tell you every tell you, he is not your typical Mexican. Like Mexicans are not creating angles the way Bam Rodriguez no, creates angles for no, himself. It is beautiful to see not as a boxing fan. Like I yeah. love it. You know, I love it. We were fortunate to be to visit him in camp before his first title defense yeah. against Sombra Visa. So, um, man, he, he looks phenomenal. He looks phenomenal. And I, I'm gonna tell you something. Uh you being a trainer, would you agree to the work that is put into the gym shows in the ring on fight night? Absolutely. 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 You know, um, Nez just moved to Vegas a few months ago, and we would go to the gyms. I've lived here seven years, and uh, we'd go to the gyms, and I'm kind of noticing noticing him kind of care too much and try to, I'm like, champ, you think they can't find sparring in Vegas? What you talking about? Come on, bro. This is Vegas. Yeah. And, you know, after a couple months, he's like, yo, I see what you're talking about. I'm like, bro. And, and you know, we we talk about what we've been fortunate to be in training camps with guys like a Bam or a Shakur or Devin Haney. Yo, the, the the work that is put in literally separates because because we, we see it. It's like the shit they do in the gym, nobody else is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why they're able to do shit in the ring that nobody else is doing or, yeah, or yeah. do it as easy or easier than. I, I, I mean, so, so I think that that really doesn't get amplified enough like it's really just the work you put in the gym it is yeah obviously you know some some are, are more uh you know naturally gifted than others mm-hmm. but i'm like man these guys really just put the work in the gym that we don't see nobody else do and that's why they're they're able to perform like that but but yeah nice i know I, I i came in a little uh late a little late so good, Coach. So uh, just piggybacking off of what he's saying, you know, I've walked into gyms in the past and have seen like signs that say like uh, stamina makes cowards out of men. Um, so I want to ask you: Do you think that a well-trained fighter can beat a overly skilled fighter that didn't put in the work? Uh. I believe if hard works works hard, you know what I mean, and the talented fighter doesn't work hard, the hard work is gonna is gonna is gonna beat him. You know what I mean? Yeah. If because uh, if you have all you could have all the talent in the world, but if if you don't train properly and you just go like oh I just have talent I could beat him whatever, but if this this guy who works hard he's in the gym every day three times a day 
You know what I mean? Working hard, doing, putting the miles in. You know, if he works that hard, he could, he could beat him, you know? Have you seen anybody that surprised you that was like that? Like a big name in the sport that, you know, maybe overlooked their opponent, didn't take training camp as serious, that maybe kind of surprised you? Uh, Broner. Mm. Mm. Broner. I mean, Broner was a tremendous talent, I think, you know what I mean? But uh, there was, uh, I guess there was times you, you would see when he didn't train or, you know, you would hear that he wasn't training or he didn't take training seriously, you know. So I think, you know. Yeah, we were talking about him here the other day, man. He was amazing at 135, man. If he yeah, could have just amazing. kept it together, that would have been uh, a great career for him. Yeah, he was amazing. Uh, who are some of the fighters you like to watch active today? Um, Bam. Mm. I like. I love watching Lomachenko. I'm a huge Lomachenko fan. You think I, he beats uh, Devin? That's a tough fight. That's a tough fight just because Devin, yeah, he, he's like a master boxer. You know, he has his def defensively sound. You know, so crazy to hear. Trainer after trainer after trainer come in here, sit in that chair and say the Devin is a master or the Devin is an expert or bro, my man's 21? Three. Jesus. Yeah. He's it's crazy. He's probably going to be genera generational talent, you know, yeah, like a Mayweather, a Muhammad Ali, yeah. a, Ray, a Ray Leonard he's, uh, when it's all he, said and done. Let's see if it doesn't, you know, get upset. You could really box, you know, and I think... Devin, Devin's going to be a hard fight for anybody, anybody who fights him, you know, anybody. Um, mm. Lomachenko, you know what I mean? You said Ryan beats Tank. Does Devin? Does Devin beat Tank? You said Ryan does. I think, uh, I think Devin, I think Devin beats Tank. Mm. Oh, wow. I think Devin beats Tank. I think uh, um, because of his defensive, his defensive skills, I don't think, uh, Tank will have a hard time. Hmm. Hard time, you know. Damn, you picking Tank to lose against both of them. <laughs> Sheesh. Listen, Tank. Tank's a great. You fighter. You got social media? I do. Give it out, cause they're gonna come for you. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna slide in those DMs, yeah. coach. Yo, what you talking about? <laughs> uh, yep, California, California underscore kid two three. California right. underscore kid twenty three. What part of California are you from, Coach? Linwood. Linwood, California. That's that's SoCal, right? Yeah, right okay. by Compton. Okay, okay. But how long you've been here in Vegas? I've been here in Vegas, uh let's see, man, it's been I think about fourteen, fourteen Wow. Fourteen years now. Okay. Oh, wow. You're a vegan already. You're lost vegan already. It's over. Yeah, <laughs> it's over. Were you in Henderson or somewhere else? I'm in uh um uh, uh, South South Vegas. Is that like Sky Canyon? Like, uh, um, you know, I don't be knowing. Like Blue Diamond area. Okay, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I like that area. Yeah, it's a nice area. It is, it is. That is a nice area. Yeah, he, I mean. So what did you he, like about Vegas that made you stay? Uh, Well, I came out here for boxing. Mm -hmm. You know, I came out here for boxing as an amateur, and, and um, I stayed, and then I had children, and been here ever since, you know? Yeah. For sure, man. Uh, any anything else you got for the coach? Um, make sure they didn't send me a post. I actually posted in the chat. Most yes. memorable fight you've uh, you've been a part of. Most memorable fight you've been a part of in any way. Um, man, 
I went to, I was, uh, it was a Zab Judah fight. It was a Zab Judah fight when he fought here at the Palms. I was, uh, I was uh, training with him. And I was, uh, he was actually, I, was, I was actually sparring with him. I was in his camp. Mm. And uh, that was hell. <laughs> but uh, I was there and I went to the fight. And that was a, that was a good experience. Mm. What was that camp like with with a legend like Zab? Hard worker, man. Hard worker. I mean, he he his sparring was tough, tough, tough. Sparring, being in the ring with him was was grueling, man. He he didn't take it easy on anybody. You know, it doesn't matter who you were. He was taking your head off. It was like, treated like a fight. You know. What are the chances that uh? I'm sure you've seen that picture. Um. You know him and the 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 Judas and the Haneys have a long relationship, and I'm sure you've seen the picture of Devin coming out with Zab for one of his fights, holding the Ring Magazine belt, and Devin's like nine years old. And, yeah, that's amazing. And man. then you know to see what he's that's amazing going I mean, on shows, to do. I mean, Devin's been part of boxing since he was a little kid. You know, that's mm -hmm. all he knows. You know, he's he's learned from all these world champions and Zab and all them. Like he's. He's good, man. Absolutely. You got anything? Uh, I do, I do. Okay, we got a beautiful. couple questions from the people. First one coming in from San Antonio. Uh, James Valdez that says, if Earl gets past Bud, Derek James is sure to get trainer of the year in 2022. If Bud beats EJ, who do you have as trainer of the year for 2022? Possibly Robert Garcia. If he gets the win over AJ and having mm -hmm. obtained the WBC championship with Bam, it's likely. What are your thoughts, though? I think it's possible Robert Garcia. You know, he's uh, training uh, AJ now. So, but if he could get that win over over Usyk, then... let me tell you, if Earl and Bud happened this year, and Earl wins, Derek James, two undisputed champions in one year, like yeah. you know, th there's no question. Yeah. There's no question. And then, but he still has to get over past Bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, Derek James been doing his damn thing. Uh, I know last yeah last year he even had uh, I know he came up short but Marcus Brown even was in that title shot against mm -hmm. Better Beef so yeah that, it's gonna be interesting because like you said Robert Garcia is definitely uh, done great things this year and especially if AJ could pull it off against and I think Usyk he's won, he's won Trainer of the Year before right yes yeah he has yes has Derek James um I don't I believe I've seen so. Derek. Received the WBC trainer's belt, but that's WBC. That's not trainer of the year. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that he has. So but that'd be good if he could win it. Mm -hmm. you know? yeah. That'd be great. That'd be great if he could win it. I got Ruin a five hundred four New Orleans that says, "What's the most difficult aspect of the transition from boxer to trainer?" Um, man, really. Uh, I think teaching, teaching, really being. Um, you know, I uh, think patience, patience plays uh, plays a, a big part, and because um, you're a fighter, you, you were a fighter once, so I think, um, and not every uh, the way you trained and you were a fighter, you can't train everybody the same. You know, everybody has their own uh, their own skills and their own special technique and what they have and their own attributes and what they have. You can't train everybody like how you trained. You know, you gotta look what they have and bring that out in them. You know, so you really have to look out for that. I think you have to have an eye for, for, um, for how how they fight and and what they bring to the table. You know. All right, I got 
Scott, the Christian fight fan, it says, what up, coach? Thank you for blessing us with your presence on the best boxing podcast on the planet, The Boxing Voice. I'm a huge Terrence Crawford fan. Who do you think wins between Bud and Earl when the fight happens? Um, I lean, oh, man, that's a hard one. I Listen, I like Errol Spence. I mean, what he's done, he's an amaz amazing fighter. But uh, after the accident, um, I don't know how we, uh, how we could perform and how he looks, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he looks different or. I mean, he, he got can, the stoppage over Ugas. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so I don't know. It's a hard, it's a, that's a tough fight, man. It's a, it's a really 50-50 fight for me. I think, um, but I lean. But up. only because you think Earl is not fully himself because of everything. Um, not fully himself. I just I don't know. I, I, he got caught with Ugas, and he you know he definitely after I think he took it when he came back. He fought Danny Garcia. Mm -hmm. He came back fought Danny Garcia. I didn't I didn't see like he was like really dogging. You know what I mean? Like he was like, like really like 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 you know. Who's really dogged Danny Garcia though? That's true. Yeah. Like nobody's yeah. dogged Danny Garcia in any fight. Earl is the closest. Earl, Earl made Danny actually like D Danny thought every fight he lost was tight. That's the first fight he said he beat me. He said Thurman, he beat Thurman. He said he beat Porter. He and, he beat and, Porter and, yeah. and and those were all close fights. Those were all close fights. Those yeah. were all close fights. You get what I'm saying? So nobody's yeah. dogged Danny Garcia. Yeah. You know, Danny Garcia is a dog himself. You know, so uh, he just he just beat Benavidez. That was a, he did a tremendous man. Job. That, that was that was that was, that was uh, honestly one of the best Danny performances I've yeah, seen. I've seen, yeah. He's mm -hmm. he really he's out like outboxing the guy. No, know? for sure. He, was, he invested he, he invested in that body from round number one. He did, he did. And yeah, it's like cool. He didn't get any knockdowns or anything, but that body work totally slowed down Benavidez. Yeah, he was, he looked tremendous in that. He was, came in shape. He came to fight. He looked great. And let me tell you, you know, people talk about the Benavidez of the Terrence Crawford fight. Mm -hmm. I think that this was a better Benavidez. Really? In in the sense that I felt, I felt in that Terrence Crawford fight that he literally was dragging his leg, mm. like throughout the fight. Like I felt his leg was so bad that he was dragging it. Yeah. You yeah, get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. In this fight, it wasn't like that. People say, well, he didn't really use his legs like that. You know, he never really... He didn't. He stood yeah, right but, there. But the thing is, he never really... It's, when was he a mover? You know what I'm saying? Even before he was shot. I was at the fight um, before he got shot, which was on the Terrence Crawford and Victor Posto undercard at the MGM Grand. Yo, he got to stop his late, but it's like he's not a mover. Like, he, you know, he fighting Mexican style. Like, he's not really moving in the ring. He's not really creating angles. But, like I said, I didn't feel that he was dragging his leg around in this fight. So I felt that as far as that was concerned, that was a better um, Jose Benavidez Jr. Now, is he maybe a more natural welterweight? Perhaps is he, you know, was he perhaps in better shape for that fight? Yeah, maybe so. But as far as the leg is concerned, I think that from what I saw, it looked better in this fight than it did in the Crawford fight. Yeah, it did. He uh, Yeah, he's never been really a mover, like you say. You know what I mean? He's kind of just like walked his opponents down. You know what I mean? But uh, he looked, yeah, he looked tremendous, though. He actually came in shape. He looked great. He did look like he was in good shape. Uh, looks like we got New York Bullet that says, What up, coach? If you had the chance to train a legend, any legend of your choice, who would it be? Blessings. Oof, that's a hard one. Oh, man. 
Muhammad Ali. Hmm. You have a trained uh, heavyweight coach? Uh, no, I've held pads for heavyweights. Okay. I've held pads for heavyweights. It's a it's a different uh, it's a different crack. Yeah, I'm not trying to be funny, but you know, I think too the heavyweights of back then probably not comparable to the heavyweights today, right? As far as size is concerned, we yeah. definitely saw a lot smaller heavyweights mm -hmm. back mm -hmm. then. You know. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Looks like we got Canna in Nebraska. He says, who do you see winning Usyk versus AJ and how? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think, uh, AJ, if he could make the right adjustments, mm -hmm. if he could make the right adjustments, uh, he could pull it off, you know, but, uh, Usyk, again, he's a tremendous fighter. You know, what do you think those right... Amazing. What do you think those right adjustments are? Because we've been on the show kind of arguing as to what Robert Garcia could bring out of him. Like I said, we were just down there. So we know he has a, a huge heavyweight, you know, that he's already been working with. Um, obviously not to the caliber of Anthony Joshua, but he has at least heavyweight familiarity. Mm -hmm. That being said, you he's know. He's also trained Mike Perez when he was a heavyweight. Right. right. Now, you know, that being said, like I said, we've argued on the show as to what it is that Robert Garcia will try to bring out of Anthony Joshua. What do you think those adjustments uh, are that need to be made in that fight? I think uh, he needs to establish his jab right from the get-go. You know what I mean? I think uh, a good jab, you know, keeping, keeping something in Usyk's face, you know, because Usyk... He's gonna he's gonna look to slip and slip all those punches and you know create an angle. I think you have to move when he moves, you know when uh, if he if he moves if he pivots over or he creates that angle, you gotta move with him. You know what I mean? And establish your jab. Keep something in his face constantly, constantly. You know, don't let him get in the inside. Coach, is it more difficult than what us casuals are like? Cause we're like, oh man, he he should have just walked him down. He's the bigger man. Just go in there and beat him up. Like and that's what we think he's gonna do now, and yeah. that's what he thinks he's gonna do. That's why he's bringing in Robert Garcia. Why else do you bring in a Mexican coach that focuses on activity and coming forward if you're not gonna be yeah. active and come forward? Um, but is the game plan that simple? Or are they in for a surprise? Uh, the game plan is never that simple. You know what I mean? You always got someone who's always hitting back on the other side. Um, but uh, if they if uh, if they could really, uh, really train properly and really train hard, I mean, it could be done. Anything, anything is possible, but uh, it's never, it's never that easy. All right, let me give a refresh here in case we got any last minutes. Coach, uh, what fight are you most excited for? That's coming up, like something that we we already have in the books because. The beginning of the year, we started off hot, like March, April, May, even into June, it was hot, and then like July slowed down. August, you know, it's yeah. been slow so far. I know we got the AJ fight coming up, but Canelo's coming up, the Haney Cambosis rematch. You know, what are you what are you looking forward to? I I want to see the Shakur fight actually. Shakur versus Kansia. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh Teofimo's fight to one forty actually. Mm. Him at one forty, I wanna see how he does there. Yeah, I'm but who who is Pedro Campa? Who is this guy? Yeah. We're going to find out. Well, what's find that, out. What's that fight? Out. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, like, you know. it's like, even if he shines, what does that really tell us? Well, it's first He's fight. back. It's his first fight at 140, you know. He's not going to. And off an take. injury, off a yeah. layoff. Damn, damn. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, yeah. Earl Spence coming off the car accident went into a Danny Garcia fight. 
you know, we were able to gauge something. Yo, from Earl that. said tune-ups of a guy's is unsure. Tio's unsure of his shoulder. He came out of surgery. No, nah, I hear you. I'm just saying that we were able to gauge where Earl was kind of at in that Danny fight. I don't know that we will be able to do that in the very true in the Tio yeah. fight. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm I am looking forward to, to to his return. You know, um, kind of seeing how he looks. I know he was out here. You know, he started camp out here and then chose to go back home to jersey so yeah, right he's in jersey yeah. so he's uh finishing off camp out there so uh yeah no i'm looking forward to what do you what specifically in the shakur robson concial fight are you looking forward to because obviously concial gave uh valdez a lot of problems a lot yeah uh i think uh i think shakur's gonna stop him what i think shakur stops him yeah i think uh shakur's a man shakur's a tremendous fighter he's a great fighter and he's only getting better. You see him getting better every fight, better, better, and better, and better. So, you know, I, I look, I think maybe a stoppage, maybe. Late stoppage. Yeah, we were just down there um, a month ago. Yeah, we got there actually the 4th of July. So, yeah, we were down there a month ago. Um, and he was just kind of like in pre-camp, mm -hmm. you know. Before the official announcement. Before the official yeah. announcement of the fight. And it's like he's still putting in dog work, like if it's, yeah. you know, camp. and. Yeah. You know, talking about those young guys, they like to push each other. So we got to see, you know, him and Jared Anderson, you know, working together. And it's like you got a 130-pounder and you got a heavyweight. Mm -hmm. You know, they out, that outweighs them by 100 pounds, but they were still working with each other, still, you know, uh, kind of pushing each other. So things like that is great to see because I feel like we're only going to get the best fights, the best out of the sport of boxing, so looking forward to it. Right, right. We do have another one coming in from Phoenix, Arizona. B-Lo says, what's good, Coach? Thanks for coming on and for giving us your time. How do you think Canelo does against Triple G? Does Triple G go down? I th I don't know if Triple G goes down. Triple G has a great chin. Phenomenal. Yeah, great chin. I mean, you saw in the second fight, he took everything Canelo had, you know, and he caught him straight flush on the chin at, at some points. Um, but I do believe that Canelo has to um, prove something, you know, because of his last loss. So he's gonna—he has something to prove. I think he's gonna—I think he beats uh, Triple G in this one. Do you think that um, Bivol just has his number, or do you think that maybe he was getting too ahead of himself? I mean, you know, it was like—I mean, I don't know if you get it too ahead of yourself because he is a fighter. You know, what I mean, fighters want to fight. You know, um, but he—he he was trying to be great. You know, he was trying to be great. Well, what I'm saying by getting too ahead of yourself is like, yo, are you really focused on the guy at hand when you already got your next guy lined up and a, and a possible for the end of the year? Like, are you really that focused? Right, right, right. You know, are you, yeah. you know, or are you just trying to do a little bit too much? Mm. You know, uh, I don't know. I just wanted your thoughts on that because, you know, we did see, like I said, they already had Triple G lined up, and they had yeah. a possible for the end Yo, of the they, year. They definitely got him really busy, you know what I mean? They definitely got him like, oh, you're fighting this guy at the end of the year, and then him coming up at the beginning of the year, you know what I mean? So he's, uh, he's I don't know if he's maybe feeling the pressure of that or he's just fighting just to fight, you know what I mean? Who knows? But uh, I think they definitely got him really busy. I think he's he's probably going to be really focused for this Triple G fight coming up, you know, because of his coming off his last loss. So he wants to make, you know what I mean, almost like, I'm good. Like, I could do this again. Like, maybe a possible rematch with Bivol. You know, you know. it's funny. I, I, I'm going to be honest. Because they already had Triple G lined up before the Bivol fight even took place, I was critical of it. 
because you know Canelo had been on on a hot streak and uh, Triple G not as much. Yeah, he's won every fight, but he hasn't looked as impressive. He hasn't took those challenges. I was critical. I'm like, yo, I don't want to see that shit. But it was because it was already a thing before the uh, the Bivol fight happened. So now it's like even me, I'm even overlooking Bivol because I'm like, I don't want to see that shit. I'm like, I want to see you know, you know the the winner of of Joe Smith and Better Beef, right, you know, right, because right. it's like they already looking ahead, and it was like I think maybe uh, they they were giving them a bit too much. Like I'm like one fight at a time. Right, One fight at right. a time because I feel like as much as you say no, yo, you know you got this guy in September. You you going to overlook this camp, this opponent just a tad because you know what's next. You know that's a bigger payday. You know that's a bigger fight. Yeah, we know he has, he has stuff lined up, but, I mean, when you're a fighter, you got to focus. I mean, that, that's, that's where your discipline comes in, right? I think you have to focus on what's at hand. You know, he has to um, – Right now he has Triple G in front of him, and you know it's Triple G. You know, Cut is is a tremendous puncher as well. You know what I mean? So he can't take it easy. You know what I mean? He can't go in this fight knowing like, oh, I'm just gonna you know walk him down or you know what I mean? like I did last time. He's a little bit older or whatever. You, you know, know it's, it's funny. It's funny that you say that because the first thing I thought of was Canelo Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. And the reason I thought of that fight is because there wasn't one round where Canelo sat down. And he's, like, standing in between every round, you yeah. know, which we only see in sparring. We don't really see in a fight. So, of course, people are talking about that. But it's like, he's doing that. Like, I'm that much better than you. I'm about to walk you down. I'm about to dog you. This shit goes to the decision. And then five minutes later, Triple G's in the ring, and they already announced the fight. So, I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, you was making it. Seemed like it was going to be the easiest thing in the world, but in reality, you was probably playing it a little bit safe because you knew Gennady was, you knew Gennady is supposed to happen in three months. It's already booked. It's already scheduled. Yeah, right, right. So now it's like, fuck, you know, if I get a cut, if I get this, it may delay. So in the back of my mind, as everything unfolded, I'm like, well, maybe that's why he didn't take those risks. Maybe that's why he kind of held back a bit in the fight. Maybe that's why he didn't throw the fourth and the fifth punch. You know, one fight at a time, I feel like, because you getting a bit too comfortable, you getting to overlooking people, and, and obviously, the shit backfired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. And I mean, I'm not saying it's intentional. <clears throat> I'm not, you know, I'm not but saying- But Coach, it only backfired because he didn't change the game plan. Yeah. I don't know if Reynoso was telling him to or not, but he just kept going for the bicep. He thought sooner or later, you know, better be won't use his, excuse me, Bivol won't, won't use his arm, but that never happened. Yeah, he uh he didn't uh couldn't make the adjustment, mm-hmm. you know, in that fight. So we'll see. Which is sad. I didn't I didn't I didn't think that that would ever be the case. I thought he was capable of adjustments, but um excuse me. Justin White says piggybacking off of Danny, a fighter we should be giving more attention to, someone we should watch. So. Uh, do you want to recommend anyone we should be watching that needs the attention? Uh, I think uh, a fighter coming up, Boots Ennis. Mm. Boots Ennis, he's he's a bad boy too. I think he's he's one to watch. He's one to watch. Yeah, I was uh, fortunate to see him. Like he don't even. That's another one. He doesn't even have a fight scheduled. And they told me October, November, maybe. 
right? Those were the possible dates they told me. I went late July. My guy's already sparring. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yo, they, those guys I'm talking about, they train different, coach. Yeah. Those guys, they train different. Yeah. I'm you telling you. You seen uh, Boots in his uh, train? Yeah, I'm, I was there. I was there. I was I just was in that. Philly. I was just in Philly. I saw him spar. And then um, that's what I'm saying. He don't, he, he don't even have a fight lined up. He sparring, got off uh, sparring, working the heavy bag with another one of his gym mates. No, nah, I mean, uh, for me, it was the way that he was able to avoid those shots. It was just yeah. like he moves. He, he, he moves, moves beautifully. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. He, the way he and moves like, is beautiful. I've seen, um, I've seen clips of him working with kids, too. Working with kids and trying to teach kids. I mean, he's supposed to be this, you know, upcoming star. You know what I mean? But uh, I seen him work with kids, and I was like, oh man, I was like, that's really cool. You know what I mean? He's working with kids and teaching them, teaching them things with about boxing and stuff. I was like, that's pretty cool. No, definitely. Uh, I was in the gym. Uh, a lot of kids. There were some pros, but there's a lot of kids, a lot of uh, youth, and the gym isn't a part, uh, a bad part of the city. So you know, it's definitely helping take some of these kids off the street and yeah, whatnot. So no nah, man, boots are special. Boots yeah, are special. Is. I'm I'm excited. I'm actually yeah. headed out there uh, in, in like two weeks. Nice. Back to Philly. So wow. go check them out. Yeah, uh, we're gonna take a quick intermission and be right back as we're gonna take a picture with the coach. Coach, please give out any social media uh, for those that are just tuning in and don't know where to find you. Want to ask you a question or want to come train with you here in Las Vegas at DLX Boxing? Please let them know how to find you. California underscore kid two three on Instagram and if you want if you're ever in Vegas, come look me up at DLX Boxing thirty six thirty five South Fort Apache. All right, yes sir. Twelve years, I never expected it to turn out like this. Theboxingvoice.com. Shout out to the community, man. I appreciate y'all. Happening people. Info Joe, Los Angeles, in the building. Adrian, the problem wrong, the man from the frozen tundra. Keem, straight out of Florida. Liz Lowe, Decatur, Georgia. <laughs> you already know what it is. It's the Queen, Mikey K, Detroit. Stand up. David Maldonado, New York City. Don't nuts. Don't cut me off, man. Don't cut me off. King Amina Vessex, catch me for them championship rounds. Big Superman, claim me Texas. Davidian in Buffalo, God bless you all. Without try it ain't nothing. Without the callers, it ain't nothing, man. Bad girl, TKO, San Diego, California. Big fish Vegas, Palm Beach, Florida. Tree the incredible. Straight out the ATL. James Benitez, Huntsville, Alabama. It ain't hating, it's just the truth. Show kid, Malvern to New York, suckers. SDS promotions. Coach Mide from London, UK. Checking in from Tennessee, it's Lethal James, P-A-Y-N-E, it's Lethal. Line 6 read, just spreading that boots gospel. Both from Bama, only in America. Well, I'm a true attestation to the American dream. King Boone, Crown Heights, Brooklyn, you heard? Four chicken wings and french fries, breakfast and champions. Let's get to it. JT, New Orleans, Louisiana. Stuff like that. Yo, TVB, this coach J-Mac. Long as Louisiana, 504, baby. Ah. What have you? Say, why? Hey. California. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, join YouTube members and
Patreon for some. This is the number one pound for pound and two division champion, Marvin the Tank Furman from Dallas, Texas. Brandon Marie, aka the AJ Trucker, straight out of Cincinnati, baby. Madback 100, US Virgin Island. Chickarelli, Hollywood, California. Louis Reyes, Boston, Mass. Yo, drop that SDS shit. This son. message was brought to you by SDS Promotion. The voice of the people that is no. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. Danny over here, frustrated, put the camera on. I'm calling Mad Face. Mad Face 100. So we just wrapped up that interview, and we are back. Let's see. We left off on some Super Chats, I'm pretty sure. Looks like Art Jonesy was the last one I seen, and we're next up with Terrell Harris. He says, Ness, can I come back to co-host with you? I would ignite sparks on these topics. Champ, man, hit me up when you in the building, man. Hit me when you in the building, man. The door's open, man. We out here. Let me go to the Super Chat Will for your $5 Super Chat, though. Know what I mean? See what you win. See what you get. Uh-oh. Looking like... Oh, you landed on the giveaway, champ. Now, for those that don't know, we are doing a round-trip ticket, hotel stay, pay-per-view uh, watch party for you to be invited right here. Now, obviously, the way to win that is a $75 raffle ticket, which will get you a round-trip ticket and your uh, hotel stay. Plus, you'll get a ticket to come here and watch the pay-per-view with us and our special invited guests. Right here in have, the studio. We're going to have selected fighters in here that you can mingle with. So if you want, anyone can buy a raffle ticket to join our all-inclusive trip out here to Las Vegas. And all inclusives has an asterisk next to it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But uh, who's next? Looking like Big Matthew with the one seventy nine pound super chat. Mister PBC thinks forty three years old Ortiz is gonna win. Laugh out loud four times to Devil Mass. Um, I don't think that he doesn't have a shot. I think he has a shot, but. I won't front. Andy looking good. Andy left Canelo and Reynoso, but he took their strength and conditioning coach with them. Mm. He's still rocking with that mm. with that dude that made him physically in great shape. Yeah, your man's wanted to do his own thing, so. What? No, no, no. You couldn't get it on. What, we was going to stay in the dark forever? You still ain't get it on. Yeah, I mean. All right, so what, we was not going to go back? Nah. All right, so why would you say I want to do my own thing? If if we having technical difficulties with the logo, do we stay in the dark and leave it in intermission, or do we just come back and leave the screen black? Nah, you got it, champ. Exactly. You got it. You the man. I mean, truthfully, if you You had issues, you could have told me, and I would have put mine's back the way I had it. Keep in mind, Discord, if you want to call in, you got to raise that hand. We have no one at the moment, but I'm just reminding them. Cool. So we got 
uh, Big Matthews. Oh, we said that. We so, said yeah, what's your one. thoughts on that, man? Uh, do you think Ortiz has a shot or no? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he got a shot. But, I mean, obviously you've been seeing the way uh, what's your McCall have been looking. I don't, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know how he been looking. Who? Andy. I'm oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just seen that yesterday. He does look decent. You got the end with the strength and conditioning people or whatever, so. He know? does look decent, man. Really, really does. Um, legs look good, shoulders, wingspan. Um, yeah, man. But again, muscles don't win fights. We got to see how he's going to perform in the ring. Uh, but I know you're late, bro. We were talking uh, Shields, Marshall, man, and the fact that Shields thinks that her knockout streak starts with Clarissa Marshall. <laughs> starts with uh, Savannah Marshall. Um, obviously, we were talking to the coach, and I'm like, man, I don't think that the fighter could just turn off and on knockouts, but can you develop power? And he says he believes you can develop power, which isn't the first coach that has said that. I don't know. I say all that to say, do you think Mar uh, Marshall gets knocked out by Clarissa? I don't know if she gets knocked out. I do think Clarissa wins. Um, decision, I, then. Yeah, I do. Uh, I believe decision, but, I mean, it is what it is. You know, um, I'm looking forward to that fight. I'm looking forward to that card. You know that? And uh, Yeah, I mean, I think you are making travel arrangements to go see Bum Gardner, right? She's on the undercard. Word, word, word. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you'll be in Florida vacationing, and I'll be on the road working, champ. Mm -hmm. I'm not vacationing. I'm be doing the show from my home studio. What are you talking about? Uh. What do you think? We were just going to shut down the show for the last motherfucking next week or so? You crazy, man? Is he crazy or what, man? Yeah, yeah. I'm a little crazy. But yeah, champ. Um, homie, homie, you so crazy. So we have a, uh, obviously, I mean, I could, tell, I could tell them, right, who I'm going to go visit? I already told them since you wasn't here. Uh, you told the world. Yep. Who? I said Jerron, Shakur, Bumgarner. Tony Harrison, Jared Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. You talked to them? located. Huh? Where are they located? Danny like, gonna make so, a trip around the world, yeah, man. Yeah, so What's I'm a, the date. You I'm, ain't going with him, I'm Bo. Doing, you ain't trying to do that road trip. It's not really a road trip, but well, kind of from so I'm flying from Vegas to Houston on the 16th, from to go see Core and Jared and them, hopefully Regis. That night I'm flying to Chicago, staying the night in Chicago, then the next morning driving to Detroit, going to see Alicia and Tony, coming back the next night. Staying in Chicago, and then that Thursday, I'm going to just chill with my peoples. And then Friday morning, I'm flying from Chicago to Philly, go see Boots and them, and then that night, flying back to Vegas. Jonathan Banks style. Nah, nah, Coach Banks be be driving, you know, yeah, Coach, I, you know, I can't put myself in, 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 in the same. Nah, it's the day of sparring with all day? that traveling, you definitely in the same realm, not nah. for top rank. Nah, I mean for Coach Banks. Banks. Uh, I would have to ask uh, Mike. I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Yo, if anybody wants a Southwest credit card, you know, you can earn up to 50,000 points. I'm not an affiliate or anything, but if you do use my referral link, <laughs> I can make like 25,000 points. And, you know, I need them points to fly around the world so that Danny could go to like Jerron Ennis and Alicia Bumgarner. Alicia Bumgarner. So. 
Just saying. It ain't going to cost you nothing. Thanks, Jimmy. You ruined my chances with Alicia Baumgartner on the short. I was talking about her knock, not getting a knockout, knockout, and she seen it, but mm, I don't think she liked it. Did y'all see the shirt she made for Michaela Man? Bro, that shit is fucking hilarious. Then, Can we get a screen share? I need, I need. I don't have it. Where I need is, one. Is it, is it on her? Yeah, it should be on her Instagram. I need me one. I am not going to lie. Come on. How are you going to wear that shirt? Bro, you no, You picking no. sides, nah, man. I, that's, like you, that's like me saying you picking sides because you bought the Earl shirt. Mm. You know what I'm saying? No chance. What Earl shirt? The, the, the Big Fish. The I ain't got, got no it. Earl shirt. Shit. You they ain't must, seen it. They must have seen your name on the little. Bro, uh, so hold on, 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 hold on. Yo, 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 yo. So you got clothes with you? Uh, I'm going back because I was going to bring it, but then to have it on the hanger and get all wrinkled, I'm going back. This show ain't on, you know, we ain't got to do that to 11. Uh, Why? You got clothes with you? Nah. So you doing it like that? Of course. After all that talking. Oh, you buying something? Oh, yeah. I guess you couldn't find that in the closet. That's why he's trying to dumb it down and play it off now. Yesterday it was all about bro, my shirt a outfit. million times better than yours. What That's you okay. About? That's okay. But yesterday was all about outfit. I guess he struggled or woke up late, and now it's like, no, I'm not getting dressed and fly for the video. How the fuck is this, bro? What? You weird, champ. You weird. We got a poll. What's it say? Who you picking and how? Clarissa Shields versus Savannah Marshall. 53% of the audience says Clarissa by decision. 19% say Savannah by KO. 17% says Clarissa by KO. And 11% says Savannah by decision. So they believe Clarissa will win, but by decision not knock out as she says she will yeah i mean i knew that was gonna be hard for anyone to believe especially a woman that has two knockouts you know what i mean it, it it'll never be an easy pill to swallow without a doubt um but yeah yo Mata king boxing um said we in the world with ring danny visiting the best boxers no cap I mean, why that sounds like a backhanded compliment, though? We in a world where, like, why why start it like that? Like, why yeah, can't Danny be interviewing the best boxers in the world? I didn't even think nah, about I it think... like that, but then when you flipped the script, I was like, you know what? He might have meant it that way. I don't know. What's up with all that, fams? Look at my man, Sonar Bunch, making it to Showbox. He's going to be taking on Alberto Roland. Roll. He was on Dan. there before. Roll Dan. Roll Dan. That ain't his first fight on there. No, I know. He Loaded triple header features six prospects. He didn't look too good the last time he fought on there either. I didn't like what I saw. Mm. But I think he should, and I hope he does better this time. Yeah, I left my fucking watch at the crib, y'all. Damn. Damn, fans. We got Torres versus Saya. There's actually a lot of... Did you see that the PBC Lewis Ortiz, uh, Andy Ruiz undercard was announced as well? What we got I mean, on that card? Nothing crazy, though, man. It was nothing great, great. It was it was decent, but it's nothing great, great. You know, a couple undefeated fighters. They got Joey Spencer getting on there. He taking on somebody undefeated. You know, but, but nothing out of this world. Nothing out of this world, for sure. So what's the co-man? Oof. 
Let me see. Stack PBC lineup. This is before the pay-per-view. I think that the co-main is Luis Ortiz and who else? Oh, isn't it Raiz Salim and Plana? Bro, that's a good this is a good card. Yeah, they got Ray Salim versus Mike Plunya. Then they got Joey Spencer versus somebody. Kevin Sombrano. They got Jose Valenzuela Rayo versus Jezreel Corrales, which yep. is a good fight. Yeah, I, but 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 Chris Colbert already beat him. I mean, but uh And I ain't saying Rayo that means nothing. Though. I know, but Rayo, I mean they, they, they you know, I just I just wanted that Roley fight, you know. Yo, damn, bro! They found yo. They found Brittany Griner guilty, bro. They saying she facing up to nine and a Who's half that? years. The um, the basketball player that's being held like by Russia. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They found her guilty in Russia. Yeah, I thought they were switching her for the for the criminal. Yeah, but they saying that they may have her serve time before they even release her to America, bro. What? So we gonna keep that dude over here too, then? Man. Fuck. Yeah, but you know America rather get her. You know what I'm saying? Cause obviously that ain't you know that's fucked up, yo. Damn. See, that's why I be scared to travel with weed, bro. I ain't gonna lie. That's why I'm scared. Somebody just got caught with six ounces too, a football or basketball player. I can't remember. No, who. See, yo, 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 that's excessive. yo, my man's uh, uh, uh. I seen that yesterday. I can't bro, remember. Bro, bro, he got the dreads. You yeah. talking about? You talking about? Uh, damn, he played for the Lakers and the Clippers. Uh, bro, I knew a, I knew a girl that she's stupid as hell. Dude, had flew her out, and like she posted it all on the internet before. She, I'm like, you dumb as hell. Uh, fuck the bag up for yourself. But yeah, my man. Nah, he got caught with Pam. Shumpert, Shumpert. Nah, uh, Iman Shumpert? Yeah, he got caught with like six ounces. Oh, that's little shit. Nah, nah, he nah, wild. nah. That's little shit. Nah, my yeah, man's, got, my man's got caught with pounds, bro. He done for. Yo, he done for. Yo, he played in the league for many years. What the, oh, what? so he out the league. Bro, what? He done for. They got him locked up. They said he doing some years, champ. I forget his name. Mm. See, you was talking about six. Bro, what is his name? He yeah. must be done for. If he was in the league for mad years and he got to sell weed, he been done. Uh, Hold on. I'm finna, I'm finna find it. Is you really finna find it? Yeah, because I'm. I can't remember my man's Yo, name. Yo, Las Vegas, July. Just a little recap for y'all. We had a biblical storm plague the city where we had nonstop days of rain out here in Vegas where this is usually the desert, so that should come as a shock. Then another body was found in Lake Mead. Mm -hmm. Montrez Harrell, yo. Montrez Harrell. He got arrested for marijuana trafficking. The Hoover Dam exploded. Dust tornadoes. But the shit, the shit ain't explode. The Hoover Dam's still there. What happened to it? It's just, crack. Yeah, Same know, shit. shit fucked up. <laughs> Same shit. Starts with a crack, Bo. Dust tornadoes wreck havoc on the city. And us Las Vegas locals are starting to understand what humidity is like. Bro, Isn't that crazy that found, we have humidity? Look, they found small amounts of marijuana in his sweatpants. And then they found three pounds of marijuana vacuum sealed in a book bag in the back seat. He done for it. Three so, pounds? I'm saying he wasn't at the airport, though, was he? No, bro. My okay. man's rented a vehicle to transport the weed, bro. Okay, Man, they can't tell you he transporting it. 
He rented a car. Did he get past state lines? Yeah, yeah. If he rented it in one state and then he got so, caught in another state, he done. So maybe not because he was in Kentucky, and I know he used to play for Kentucky. Mm. So that's where just dry your own. How car. bad is Kentucky though from a legal standpoint? Like, is know. weed legal? I don't think it's not legal. legal. But yo, what I was gonna say. So regardless, three pounds. Three pounds. Oh, what you think? Three pounds, oh. That's what he got caught with. Three pounds vacuum seal. Yeah, that's not good for anybody, brother. Yeah, I'm just saying. How, uh, how even, done. Even in the legal city, that shit ain't I'm, good I'm, because I'm of how saying, much money he got. How done and what is state it? did he get caught in? You know what I'm saying? If he got a gun, he screwed. But if it's just the weed, like he, he might be all right. He going to have to pay up, though. Do some community service. You feel me? Yeah, no, nah, I don't know. I'm just saying that's a lot of fucking weed, bro. That's all I'm saying. And, 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 you know, my man's was an NBA. I'm not saying he was a star, yeah, but I at the end of the of day. Him. I never heard of I him. mean, you don't watch basketball, nothing. I mean, like, if you watch basketball, you know who Montrezl Harrell is. He been in the league for some years. Like, he ain't no star, but he ain't no bum either. Like, he's definitely played enough. I mean, he ain't make the dough, bro. That's all that matter because, like, he out here slinging pounds. Let me see. (laughs) I'm not about to be no football player and start selling pounds, man. Something something went wrong. He got to say it was for personal use. He got a real problem, and he got to sign up and go to, like, Weed Smokers Anonymous or whatever. Three pounds? Yeah, he got a weed. He got a problem. Even, he wouldn't sell it none. Even even if, even if uh, he got a history, because I know he's popped top before for the shit in the league. Exactly. So that adds to That helps, yeah, but that's like you know, it all depends on the judgment. Litigation. That's a, another reason as to why he had that much. He got a problem. He's smoking half a pound a day. He was trying to get through at least a week. Bro, this shit's sad, too. I'm about to, I'm about to read you the, the, his contract, bro. He was on a two-year... Eighteen point nine million uh, uh, dollar contract, mm-hmm. and you know NBA contracts is guaranteed, Ness. So if you get hurt, you still get that check. Two year, eight million dollar contract. Eighteen point nine million. So nine. So he was still receiving that. He's just saying no, the retired no, no, player. No, I'm saying that was his most. Like he a free agent now. That was his when most, the last time he got paid though. Cause how is he selling pounds? Literally, the bro. The fucking dude? when he was the, smoking them, not selling. Bro, literally w- over the season. Whenever the fuck they see, he with the Hornets now. So whenever the fuck they season just ended. Damn, Mac, Michael Antonio Perry Bond is back fighting, y'all. He got a fight this Ooh, weekend. A lot of time. international boxing fight. Okay, this is the Conlon fight with Mariaga. Good opponent. Damn. That's a good opponent for Conlon on the Conlon of minus Look, 1428. Yes, so sir. his first contract was three years, three million. Then he got a two year, 12 million. So that's six million a year. Then he got a one year, 6.4 million. And then he just got this two year, 18.9 million. Man, if I get one year, one million, just know I'm paid for life. <laughs> nah, I don't know about for life, champ. Excuse me. Like I'm not sure. not off that one million. Like Bruh, I'm sure you'd be I smart know. enough and invest it the right way. I'm and not buying no Ben. I might not even buy a car. I'm gonna keep living just like I'm living. But I'm gonna be able to eat what I want, wear what I want. I ain't gonna. I don't do designer and stuff like that. I'm pretty. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, bro. If you think about it, like, buy me a house. I'm straight. Fifty thousand in twenty years is a million. Like fifty thousand dollars a year is a. Uh, 
you know, okay American. You, you know what I'm saying? Like fifty thousand in twenty years, that's a million dollars. Yeah, but you'll the, never save that because out out that fifty, you got life expenses. And you know, I'm you not, make not if you work. make fifty a year, you don't bring home fifty a year. You know what I'm saying? You got hella shit that that gets to you before you even see exactly. that. Exactly. I'm just trying to make the argument that a million is not like a lifetime of money. A million is a, is a lifetime a of money if you have a consistent job. Like if you keep your no, fifty thousand yeah, dollar a year yeah. job and you got Chance, a million if sitting still in the working, bank. No, I'm I'm saying like if I give you a million dollars and expect you to never work and live off of that million dollars yeah, for the rest of your life. Yet. I mean, as a street dude, I think you could do it. Like, as without a lot investing, without doing nothing with the million, just expect you to live off a million dollars. Yeah, doing something with the million. No, without. But that's impossible. You, 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 you asking an oxymoron a question. He just literally said, "I'm gonna give you a million and want you to live the rest of your life off that million." But guess what? You can't do nothing with it. How, motherfucker? Give me the million. And I'm going to make that shit work for me. Nah, for sure. Fuck you going to give me restrictions on nah, a million. I, bro, that's exactly what I told Bo. I'm like, yeah, obviously invest in it. I'm yeah. just saying a million dollars is not... If you give me a million right now and I don't do shit for Man, the rest... I changed my life and a bunch of motherfuckers' life for the million. a million, he going to blow it. He going to be in Because a, he only 25. Day, day one, he going to be in a Hellcat. You got to have a little Stop. bit of... I don't even like speed, bro. You got to so have a little bit of money to not blow money. I mean, uh shining if you ain't Stunning. if you ain't never had it you're gonna want to do so once that money come to you you're gonna want to take those vacations buy those cars you know date those women whatever the case may be that you wasn't doing because you was restricted financially but i think we've gotten to everything and everybody l caesar is the only call yo mata came boxing then sent a couple messages clarifying he said ness was trying to or, or no he hold on i can't find it. he said something about ness it wasn't like that i was high but basically, he's saying that that, that he was uh, he showing no you love. Shade. Yeah, he was just showing love. So we appreciate you, champ. Yeah, Let we appreciate you. I didn't know because the way that it sounded, you like we live in the world as if you know that just sounds weird. You know what I'm saying? Like we live in the world where Danny's going to interview the biggest fighters in boxing makes it sound like it's a strange world. You know what I'm saying? Why would, yeah, no. why can't Danny just be going to interview the biggest fighters in boxing? Danny been in the field over 10 years. He a hard bro. worker. Nah, I ain't been in the field over 10 Come years. Come on, bro. Take the compliment whether nah, you deserve bro, it or because, not. Nah, bro. No, no, no. How many thing, years bro? has it been? Four. What? Four. And, and one of those years, I was in Afghanistan and, and it's a pandemic. So, How long you been working for Net, working with Ness? Bro, I met... I haven't... It wasn't even... It's literally been four years and two weeks that I covered my first fight. And then what about with any boxing company whatsoever? What was the first, like... Bro, Ness, four years ago, two weeks, bro. bro I swear July 20th. Like you've been around like eight years. July 20th. That's because he go to everything. You know what I'm saying? If you at everything, that, you going to seem like you everywhere. You know what I'm sure. saying? People wasn't covering 29 events in 10 months in 2019 across the country because, you know... Only I was doing that. Because pimping ain't easy. But, yo, my name is Ness. Ringwalk Danny. Together we are the best. Actually, there's a caller. Who's yeah, that? El Caesar. El Caesar. Accept the invite, Caesar. There we go. What up? Hey, can you try video? Can you try your video? If you want. Caesar. If you want. We can't even hear him. We can't even I hear him. I seen him make a noise. I seen him make a noise, too. Well, Caesar, we will try you. Do you got the audio on? Yeah, one moment. Caesar. Yo. 
Thank you. Bo had you muted. Nah, you know the ladies used the thing last night. Or Thanks, Bo. Yeah, you good. Can you do Yo, yeah. a video? Can I do video? You don't have to if you don't yeah. want. We're just trying to test it. Right. Uh, let me see. I, I'm at a good slot, so I think I'm. A, how do I do that? I just figure this thing you just out. Just push it to where you can see audio, then you click the video, like where All you can right. mute yourself uh, and whatnot. Yo, my man was—he said he was quoting a tribe called Quest. Right. When? Um, you know what? Uh, he was <laughs> basically <laughs> trying to quote. go with your It's call. all good, go dog. Forget go the video, call. champy. Sorry about that, fellas. I'm it's not working. <laughs> nah, it's all good. Yeah, no, but uh, I, um, I ain't got too much on the topic. Uh, I think I think it's a good fight. Can't wait for it. Shout out to Wins Boxing and all that. Uh, on the Andrew Ruiz uh, and uh, Luis Ortiz fight, man, I don't know. I mean, that's a damn good fight, man. I, we have yet to see. I mean, his last, he didn't look too good. So we, I'm still, you know, questionable on Ruiz. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to see him back. He's still looking good. So, you know, hopefully he can put it together. Uh, uh, I got I got much else, man. I just wanted to say what's up. Finally figured out this Discord thing, so. All right, champ. Uh, well, we appreciate you, man. Thank you for tuning in. Thank sure. you for uh, finally voicing that opinion, man. Are you in Vegas, Caesar? Yes, sir. I'm right here at Resorts World right now All right, doing okay. some repairs. I seen that you had the. I mean, what can you do like for ha homes? Can you do like you got landscaping? Are you? you oh no, nah, nah. Like this Caesar Caesar hooked me up with his boy Paul. I got an appointment okay. with Paul Friday. Bet, bet, bet. But Paul. Yeah, I'll see you on Friday. Paul, better hurry up. Might hire somebody today and shit. Right. Trying to get up in my <laughs> shit. Oh, you found somebody else? No, what? I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I did, but I haven't given him the job because I want to hear from Paul first. All right. Well. All right, sounds good, man. Well, we'll see you Friday for anything, so. All right. All right. For big, sure, man. Big Take it easy. Big fish. All right, Caesar. Thank you. Big fish. Big fish Vega. Let the little fish go so that we can catch the big fish later. Mm -hmm. I'm the big dog at, at the Worldweight Division. WBC and IBF welterweight champion of the world. At the end of the day, I'm way better fighting Terrence Proper. TheBoxingVoice.com. Being Terrence Proper this side of the street. We cleaning our side of the street, then we come and have the Proper. 640 or 730, wherever we get. Say something else. Say something else. Big wow. fish. Big, I don't hear anything. Big fish mafia. It ain't a movement. It's a lifestyle. SDS promotion. Hello? Yo. What up, Big Hello. Fish? Can you hear me? We yeah. hear you fine. Do you not hear us? Yeah, no, nah, I think it was my headset. Apologies for that. Yeah, I don't see anything for video on here either. Okay. And uh, yeah, we're having trouble hearing you guys sometimes. Uh, it's just chopping in and out a lot today. Uh, different than the other days. Yeah, but, I, uh, so yesterday, I, I got to address that because yesterday we had the engineer come in. It's definitely your guys. Right. So uh, we ran numerous tests. I got on my Discord app, went out of the studio, went outside, was in the gym. I could hear intros. I could hear the engineer. Engineer could hear me. Um, I don't know. Something's up with, 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 with what you guys got going on. But, Bo, yesterday he did say that you didn't have a, but, a button press. So wherever he taught you about Discord, make sure those buttons are pressed. 
Sounds good. I don't know. Though. But, uh, yeah, man, to the topic, I mean, I like all the talking. Uh, I see that they're really going at each other. They're getting a little personal. They're saying a lot of things about, uh, you know, what they see physically on each other, uh, talking about, you know, each other's culture or whatnot. I mean, I think you have to just keep in mind they're just trying to build the fight. This fight, it needs a lot of hype. These girls, you know, they want to bring the game up. Um, you know, I wish it was a different way to do it, but uh, nowadays, man, it seems hate sells. But what's um, she hating? I, There's no hate here. She says she's gonna knock her out. She said the knockout streak starts. How is she hating? Oh, it, it wasn't. It wasn't that specific. It was like saying that she want to be black, and before that, uh, Savannah Marshall was trying to talk shit about her wig. You know that kind of shit. You know, it's not. It's a little distasteful. But uh, like I said, hate sells. Um, you know, if she KOs her, I don't think it's going to be like a one-punch thing. It'll be accumulation. But I think it's going to be decision, and it's going to be a master class, one-sided, uh, you know, fight. 10-0, probably. I know Savannah can punch, but I just don't really see the skills. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, man, that's my call. I hope women's boxing gets a little bit better because it needs to be deeper because once you get past the top one, two, three, ain't much else there, man. What's the Appreciate bigger fight? What's the bigger fight? Katie Taylor, Amanda but, Serrano, or is this one bigger? Man, I just felt like, uh, I mean, we seen the Serrano Taylor. That shit was electric. Like, it got me pumped. I, I talked to a couple people about it. This one doesn't have the hype. I think the card's nice, the co-main event as well with the women fighting for belts. But, uh, yeah, I guess we're going to have to wait and see. But, yeah, I have to say Taylor versus Serrano right now. All right, brother. Thank you for calling in. Looks like we got Stone Bone in Nebraska. No, Oklahoma, uh, you know, Denver. Colorado. 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 Like, hey, um, I'm expecting a dominant performance by Clarissa Shields. Also, when, when, they, when they're in the same room, I get the same energy that uh, uh, Christian, I mean, uh, Christina Hammer gave uh, Clarissa Shields. Like, I'm too good. I'm too pretty. She was at that press conference. She was like, oh, that, um, I'm short of my answers because I have a, a plane to catch. And all this. And it, it, it's just an energy that I don't look at it as uh, Clarissa Shields worried about it. Clarissa Shields know what that is. When you're a killer, when you when you're a seeking destroyer, you know when somebody is just talking. But when you close to them and you in a face, the energy change. You see how their reaction is. So I'm expecting a dominant performance, and I don't think it's going to even be close. You know what I mean? I, I know the amateur. She got to hold the win over in the amateurs, but I don't think this going to even be close. So. I'm looking forward to it. And you said which one is bigger, right? Mm hmm I would say if if Tay at this moment, Tay, Katie Taylor and Serrano was bigger here because it's here. Like if they would have did Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano over there, it would have been bigger over there. It would have got as less tension here. I think it would have got probably twenty percent of the attention they got. So that one is bigger though, so all right, man. We'll catch y'all later. All right. Uh, looks like that is it. Ness GTO, Instagram, and Twitter. Catch us on the next one. Rainwalk Danny and the Boxing Voice. Make sure to subscribe and follow on all social media platforms. We will be back today, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, to review all this weekend's fights. You guys don't want to miss it. Peace. Peace.